0: I'm Zach Snyder,
1: and I'm Aiden Matthews,
0: and welcome back to another YouTube podcast, one-stop shop for anything and everything related to
1: that's right, YouTube. We've hit the number, guys. We finally hit it. This <laughs> is episode 20, baby. We hey, made it. Hooray. That's pretty crazy. Although, for being technical, if you count episode zero, this is technically episode 21. And if you count the Patreon extrasodes, we're more on like episode like twenty four.
0: <laughs> yeah. But official
1: number wise, we've hit episode 20. Episode <laughs> and that's what matters. Twenty.
0: Exactly. I mean which is actually it's not bad because if you think about it, that's like enough episodes for almost like once every two weeks throughout the for the last year. Sure. So that's pretty good progress, I'd say, for the first year of the podcast, because we're 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 answering on that that one year anniversary for the podcast.
1: We are, and I mean, so, you think about it. We try to do one every week, and there's 36 weeks. Like we've we've done pretty well for ourselves to have 21 of these out.
0: Yeah, there's how many weeks?
1: 36.
0: That's not accurate. <laughs> I'm
1: pretty sure it is. Is it 56? It's 52. It might be 56. 52. Damn. Yeah. Why did I think 36? Oh no. That's bizarre, dude. I'm
0: thinking back to that meme where it's like you can't don't. count.
1: No stop that's perfect (laughs) this meme will never fucking die now this is awful oh
0: man oh it's all good though so we're back uh for like what's this like fourth week in a row we're being consistent which is awesome um Mm -hmm. you know we we're we're, we're taking our own medicine here it's always nice
1: yeah Um, i'm properly medicated yeah there you go
0: um. So this week, because it is it is our boy uh, Aiden's YouTube anniversary, year two. Ooh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go back in time in his life and talk about talk about him. And it's gonna be a little interview thing, kind of like we did with me, um, a few weeks ago, and or I guess a few months ago at this point. We did three months year. ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did one with Jay the Zoomster, and so we're gonna go and do that same, you know, something around the same thing with uh, with Aiden, and it should be good. Sure. That's gonna be our main topic.
1: I'm excited for it because, like, I knew we would eventually get around to this episode, mm-hmm. but I'm almost happy that like the first time we recorded it, it got corrupted because now we get to do it on like literally hours away from my two year anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> so dope. perfect. On the twentieth, <laughs> straight there up. There you go. We got double twenties today.
0: It's gonna be uh, gonna be pretty crazy, pretty crazy. But first, oh, yours and 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 mine and Jay the Zoomster's favorite section. Yes, your week on YouTube, trademark. Oof, there you know go. when they
1: uh when they eventually construct a uh okay. another YouTube podcast Hall of Fame. Uh
0: huh. That'll, that'll absolutely a, happen. Uh huh.
1: And like. You know, there's like a little piece ranking all the segments, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And right at, the, right at the tippy top, another week on YouTube trademark is <laughs> the winner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every time. It's the best part of the episode, man. It's some good shit.
0: <laughs> I like it. You like it. Everybody, everybody likes it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I haven't met a single person who dislikes it. Real talk. Nobody. I, mean, I haven't either. No one ever. No,
0: I've never heard any complaints. So, let's just let's just jump right into it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, let's just get it, as the kids who, uh, would say.
0: As as the kids would say, I agree. So, I can't remember who started this last week. I think I feel like I started last I think week. You did.
1: Yeah. I think you did. I'm fairly I'm fairly certain you did. Yeah. Which means yeah. your boy gets to go first. And yeah, believe yeah. it or not. This might actually be one of the most productive weeks I've had ever, ever.
0: Yeah, it, it seems to be going pretty well. First off, I just wanted to point out, you've been getting some uh, some pretty good subscriber uh, shit
1: lately. Yeah. Do you, you have any guess out. what that might come from? Um,
0: <laughs> my personal guess is Pokemon.
1: Well, you're wrong. It's really? correct actually. Yeah. What so, is it? Oh, shit. I'll explain. Okay. I'll explain. I'll explain. So, take you back to uh, last time we did the podcast. The last major video I had was uh, a monthly battle league video, me versus the Skeptiles, really close battle, yada yada. So, I figured, yo, two year anniversary is coming up. And hey, what's this? I happen to be close to 400 videos. Hmm. So, on top of like doing all this prep for my anniversary and everything like that, I'm like, wouldn't it be cool? if I got a bunch of videos out to wrap everything up and to try to have my anniversary video be my 400th. So that put me on like a mad creative like video kick. I was just pumping out videos, uh, starting first off with the return of questions on the couch. We're, yeah. back. We're back in the hood. And I even the day before did a little bit of a uh, tweet hyping, if you will. I'm just posting a picture of my set. And like that tweet I think did better than the video. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> gonna lie. That tweet did gangbusters. That's uh, funny. People were people were so excited for it. And when I finally did the episode called The Capture Returns and the thumbnail literally has a picture of season five from Fortnite, so that should give you the idea <laughs> of yeah. what kind of quality episode it is. <laughs> but I mean I mean a lot of people were interested in it. I got like a ton of questions and like renewed interest in the series. I thought maybe like maybe it had been so long questions on the couch wouldn't be as popular yada yada I haven't done one in like months. I mentioned in the episode that the last one I did was January 2nd, 2018. Jeez. All the way back then. Yeah. And so this this is literally the second episode of 2018 and it's just like all the support came rushing back. People freaking love this series for better or worse. <laughs> there you go. So I love it there. Um after that I had a stream working on the monthly Battle League art. That was fun. Even had my dad pop in, weirdly enough, like during the stream. Really? Oh, wow. So that was interesting. It was also like 3 a.m. So I had to like pay more attention than I usually would at 3 (laughs) a.m. But that that was was fun altogether. And then after that, we have a video that Zach, for whatever reason, watched. And I don't understand why. The uh, All 807 (laughs) Pokemon Quiz Challenge. An hour and 24 minutes long. Zach,
0: I gotta ask, why? why? So, what what day did I watch that? I think that was Monday. I didn't have to go to work, and I was, mm-hmm. I, I kind of had just, like, a really bad weekend. I was like, I'm, I'm really just kind of uh, stressed out, tired, kind of depressed. It's so like, Monday started, and I was up really early, and I was like, I don't want to do anything so i got in my living room got my laptop out and i was like i just want to watch some youtube and uh one of the videos that were there was fucking you you doing the pokemon challenge quiz so i was like you know what i'm gonna watch this oh boy uh and then and then like a few minutes in, i was like "Ooh, i could be like the stereotypical berating pokemon commenter in the in his comment section Mm -hmm. so i could have gone more on all out with that but i didn't
1: You posted, like, a couple of good ones, though. Yeah. My favorite, in fact, being... uh, Oh, my God, you forgot Love Disk? Which is by far, like, the most forgettable Pokemon in Gen 3 ever. And here's Zach over here getting mad at it. But some of them were valid, though. Some of them I shouldn't have messed up. But the Love Disk one is my favorite, just because, like, no one remembers Love Disk at all.
0: I mean, to be fair, that's, like, one of the only Gen 3 Pokemon that I personally know. But... I, it's not like I would have remembered that when if I, I was, was doing that quiz. So,
1: I I literally forgot nine of them. So if you were there yeah. with me, I could have at least gotten. I could have only forgotten eight if you
0: were there. That's so. true. The fact that you forgot Eevee was the probably the biggest one that. that got There's me.
1: literally a game coming out called Let's Go Eevee. Like, <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot about it. I don't know why, but that video was fun. Um, I think I ended up getting 694 out of 807 total. There you go. So that goes to show you how much of a fucking nerd I am. But uh, no, that video was fun. That video was fun. I filmed it the whole hour <laughs> straight and had a good time with it. <sighs> my brain farted halfway through. Uh, <laughs> after that was another monthly battle league video week three. And then the video after that is my two year anniversary giveaway video. For a little game called Stardew Valley. I figured rather than giving away a Pokemon. Or anything like that. to go ahead and give away a Steam game. There you go. And this one was interesting. In the fact that I didn't do my normal system. Of just letting people like comment. And like and subscribe and all that sort of stuff. Uh, instead. I got a little a program. That I saw a bunch of other YouTubers using. Called Gleam.io, mm-hmm. Which essentially handles all the work for you. And can even like. Oh, have there be requirements. I've seen that. So there- yeah, mm,
0: that's... I wanted to
1: try it out. Got you. Okay.
0: It's <laughs> I all coming to together now. That's pretty smart.
1: So, I put the video on YouTube. I put the link on Twitter. I told a lot of people on Discord. Yada yada yada. To give you an idea, the video itself has about 26 views. Mm-hmm. The Gleam IO competition itself, like the thing I'm hosting it on,
0: mm-hmm.
1: has about oh boy. This is a big number. Uh, 186 entries.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. Wow.
1: Yes. Wow. About three days left in the competition. So if you want to get yourself a copy of Stardew Valley, I don't know when this is getting uploaded, but you got It'll time. It'll
0: be uploaded on Sunday. Okay. So maybe too late. Uh, but,
1: maybe, maybe but yeah, I, I put five ways to enter on it. Subscribe to YouTube. Follow my Twitter. Follow my mixer here because I thought, why the hell not? That's uh, <laughs> Follow Twitch, and then I couldn't find a follow one for Facebook, so I just had to visit Blue Catch Productions on Facebook, which is fine. (laughs) Um, But it blew up pretty damn quickly. Yeah. So, and this is where the sub thing comes into play. I was at about 443 before it. I'm I'm at 369 now. Or, I was at 343 before the giveaway. I'm at 369 now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it went up a lot. In like 20, 30, 30
1: something, yeah. In two days. And the same thing has happened on Twitter. All the notifications I keep getting are people following me. Even on Twitch, which I haven't streamed in a while, right? Mm -hmm. I'm trying to record my E3 video, and I keep hearing the Twitch notification follow sound for my bot that I have. And it just keeps going off over and over again. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I remembered, like, oh... People are like following it. I'm even getting some good mixer followers from this. That's pretty cool.
0: Now, my question is any of that translating to to views or anything? Or do you I'm know that? I'm
1: not yet? sure. Okay. I'm not sure in particular. I have as a result of the giveaway being like, oh, I need to keep posting more videos out yeah. because odds are once that giveaway ends, there's going to be like a sharp decline. It happens mm-hmm. all the time with my Pokémon giveaways. But odds are I can get a few to stay if I keep uploading videos. That's, so I've that's been trying, cool. I'm trying to be sure for the 369 who are subscribed now to keep giving them something that makes them want to stick around after it's over. But it goes until July 22nd and uh, it's been doing super well. The game's only going to cost me about $15. The amount of like subs and people on Twitter and, you know, just people on my channel in general has kind of gone up dramatically because of it.
0: Yeah, no, that's not bad at all. That's cool. Um, I know I still have some steam games that I like want to give away at some point. So that's cool. Sure. to know that there's a thing I like that. Sure.
1: I, again, I don't expect all those subs to stay. And of I course. especially expect all the people on Twitch and mixer to like desert it afterwards. Cause I don't stream on them at all. Hardly. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. But some of the YouTube and the Twitter stuff, I hope to keep momentum going for there. Definitely. And then uh, what else do we got? We got the What News blooper video. Yeah. Just because I I filmed bloopers uh, when I did it originally, and I had that bloopers video up on my old channel. And I figured, yo, now that I posted the real thing on Blue Catch Productions, let's throw back up the blooper video just to see. (laughs) And uh, it's doing pretty well, too. About 14 views uh, two days ago. Got a bunch of likes on it and stuff. Got some comments. I still think What News is one of my favorite, like, older videos of all time. So having the bloopers (laughs) to go with it. I think it's a match made in heaven, personally.
0: Absolutely. I recently started watching that. I still have to finish watching it, but I recently started watching it. It's, it's a, a trip. It, it, it's a trip. a trip. Is Yeah, that's the right word for it.
1: <laughs> it's a trip. And just imagine just imagine being in a high school history class, teacher and everybody you know, watching mm. what news as it premieres. Mm. The, the faces, the reactions.
0: How, Ooh, I was, how was, I was that?
1: I was scared i was scared oh i bet like <laughs> did
0: people receive it well
1: so the, the class did okay. <laughs> they liked it a good bit the teacher at first was behind it because you know the beginning of what news has like this professional like news intro or whatever that you can get off youtube yeah yada. yeah and so at first he was like wow this is this is pretty good this is pretty impressive <laughs> and then austin's piece on women's rights kicked
0: <laughs> yeah. in, and he's
1: like Oh no! <laughs> he literally said like, "Oh no!" But he knew it was already <laughs> too late because we were gonna watch the whole thing. And, uh, he let us. He let us finish. Um, we and got a good is grade like a off of it too. It like a seventeen,
0: eighteen-minute video too.
1: Yeah, we got yeah. a good grade off it. We were the only yeah. ones who did a video. Everybody else did theirs live in class. We made a video because we were idiots. But uh, did, did anybody else? I was else nervous, like, dude. <laughs> did,
0: did a lot of people like use comedy and stuff?
1: Ugh. Yeah, it was okay. great. It was okay. it was great. My friend Austin was laughing like in the middle of it all, just like <laughs> as it's going. And I'm over here with like my head and my shirt trying to look away and hide because I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> it's Man. a mistake. But a lot of people liked it. A lot of people that's in that good. class loved it. Definitely the highlight of that uh, senior year for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's pretty great.
1: But yeah, the bloopers video goes along with it now and has its own special moments. And then last but not least... Mario Odyssey versus, whoa, it's back, dude. LOL. Yeah. Episode four and five, back to back.
0: Pretty <clears throat> let much. me just Which... tell you, I don't watch many things that I'm in after, like, after I do it. I just kind of let, let mm-hmm. them be. Uh, but I wanted to rewatch the, the Mario Odyssey versus just because I wanted to see, like, how close we were and stuff. And our commentary on there is, like, pretty
1: solid. It, it,
0: like, it's great. Surprisingly solid.
1: <laughs> it's great, honestly. I'm worried it's not going to be as good once we hit the finale because I remember being like done after that. Um, But episode four and five are originally one hour long episode, and so I thought to split them up at the thirty five minute mark, and they surprisingly work as solo episodes, both of them do. Yeah, Um, I I thought I thought the second half would struggle a good bit, but no. Like there's Ugandan knuckles joke in there that's pretty (laughs) fucking good. Like there's classic berating, classic angry Jay. Uh, the Mater and the Ghostlight bit where I have a Mater voice in there and Zach's just like, oh my fucking god.
0: That, uh, <laughs> that killed me once again today because I watched it earlier again and I was uh, I forgot about it, but yeah. That was, that was great. I fucking loved it. <laughs> Mater and the Ghostlight.
1: Mater and the Ghostlight! light <laughs> man <laughs> there's so many good moments oh man! But yeah there's only two more episodes left episode six and uh, the final one which is probably gonna be an hour if i don't edit it down a good bit
0: those coming out so this we'll week see. or do
1: you know? well see i wanted to get them out before the anniversary but as it turns out i don't have jay's final videos at all and so i dm'd him i'm <laughs> like yo do you have these and he's like oh i don't know if i do
0: Fuck eventually Jay. he ends up he found them. He found okay, them, thankfully. Okay, good.
1: But it's going to take a couple of days for him to compress them and send them over.
0: Right, okay.
1: So I'm not going to be able to get them out before the anniversary, nor am I going to be able to reach 400 videos like I wanted. But I got pretty damn close. Uh, yeah. There's an E3 video finally getting uploaded, and I think that brings the total to 397 or 398. There you go. And so, and so I got I got pretty damn close before the uh, two-year anniversary video that comes out tomorrow. And I want to yeah. do a live stream as well, so that'll be fun.
0: Nice. Productivity has been, been up, though. It's good. It's really good.
1: Well, cool. It's been great. It's been um, a winter week. There you go. Do
0: you have anything else?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't... Think so. I mainly just spent a lot of time in here and sleeping, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't do a whole lot outside of that. Although we finally got the uh, antenna thing working in the living room because we don't have cable. It's just like Netflix and Amazon Fire TV and all that sort of shit. I feel. Uh, but we had this little antenna around, and we figured, okay, might as well try to set it up. We finally got it working, and I don't know what happened on it, like ABC, since I last watched it. <laughs> Uh huh. But there was this like talent show game called like The Gong.
0: What do Wait, you think the what? premise of The
1: Gong is? Exactly.
0: Okay, so hold up. The The Gong yeah. is like an old. It's like a very old, uh, talent uh, like TV show.
1: I, I guess I they brought this. it back. Yeah, this looks modern. This is pretty what? modern. <laughs> yeah. That's bizarre to me.
0: Uh, but you, can you know the premise it to the audience, yeah. It's pretty. pretty I didn't
1: quite. I didn't quite get it at first. So it's basically like a talent show, and there's a bunch of different acts, and there's three judges. All of them are celebrities, and I think the judges like change every week, from what I gather. Mm -hmm. Um, And each act, they give like a score from like one to ten, and whoever has the highest score wins. Yada yada. However, there's this giant fucking gong in the background, (laughs) and you're wondering what's that? What what's the gong for? And I didn't know either until she finally used it. Like it was a, uh, I forgot who it was. Some black girl or whatever. There was an act of a dude like eating bugs and like they were coming out of his mouth or whatever. It was real gross shit. And so oh. she like runs over to the gong and the gong like stops the performance or whatever. So I think it's meant to, to stop things. Yeah, I think, yeah, it is. From what I gather. But there's like a weird ass host. They play <laughs> like live music and everything. And I'm like, what kind of weird ass shit happened on ABC? I don't know. I don't know, man. I That's was on weird. there when like Wheel of Fortune and Extreme Makeover Home Edition were like the two shows, and Wife Swap. Wife Swap was the other one. That that was my era of like ABC. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, and then I, I went to bed. <laughs> I haven't watched TV, and I haven't watched like traditional TV in a long time. I think sure. it was like junior year of high school. I stopped watching because mm-hmm. I got busy, and I, I also had my own computer, and I was like, I don't care. <laughs> agree yeah anyways cool
1: yeah that's my week the gong is weird go watch the gong Gong if you're if you're interested in some weird shit
0: the gong so do you want to know who the winner was yeah who's the winner
1: the winner was a little kid (laughs) who described himself as the real fruit ninja and Mm. it's fruit ninja in the background but it's this kid with like a real samurai sword like doing flips and cuts and shit and I guess uh, out of sympathy, the three judges, like, gave him a 10 all around. So he just won. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> okay. The real fruit ninja walked away with, like, a check of, like, $4,000 or some shit. And I'm like, that's a little that's a little fucked up. I don't know how I feel about that.
0: <laughs> well, um, I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs>
1: going to
2: apply to go fruit to the ninja? gong. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Well, that was my week. How's yours? So my week on
0: YouTube specifically has been has been okay. Uh, I haven't put out a lot of videos because I've been, like I said last time, kind of kind of dialing back a little bit. Um, I got two podcasts out this week. Finally, got another episode of Movie Night out, which is cool. Um, trying to make sure that you know becomes consistent. I was supposed to get a video out. Today being Thursday, I was supposed to get a video out today, but it didn't happen, and that's because of some things I'll talk about in a minute, but I'm hoping to get that done tonight or tomorrow, ha- still have that out, uh, because I don't think I'll have a Lions on our Nerdcast out this week. Uh, I'm thinking about moving that to bi-weekly. I-, I haven't quite decided yet, just because I'm afraid that I'm I'm, I'm kind of saturating my channel with just podcasts lately.
1: So what you're and saying a is your bit. podcast channel now I mean, it's funny.
0: what it's looking like, and I don't like that. I don't want it to be a podcast channel.
1: I mean, another YouTube podcast pretty fire. Yes. But uh But when I have it's the only stuff. thing coming out yeah. every week. <laughs> that's when it gets an issue. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. Um I, I I'm cool with keeping this, you know, weekly. Um but if I don't move nerdcast bi weekly, I'm actually considering because there's not really a solid viewer base for that on YouTube, um, I might just move that to just being on the podcast platforms.
1: Might as well. You, like, don't, have don't, to do all the, you don't have to do all the video editing and anything like that. And
0: exactly.
1: The people who want to watch it can easily access the podcast stuff anyway.
0: Exactly. So, so I, I haven't made a final decision on that, but, you know, we'll see. So what happens. I, I still want to have movie night on the channel. I still have a YouTube podcast on the channel. And what? then, as far as any other podcasts that I have planned in the future, those might go to... Those might be on, on just pla- podcast platforms. We'll see. Haven't decided quite yet. But, yeah. Um, Makes sense. Other than that, I haven't gotten a chance to work much on my own stuff this week because Tuesday nights. Monday night, I got a message back on Twitter from one of the guys that I applied to edit for. Um, the one we've been hyping up? Yes.
1: so wow. It's finally arrived, everybody. The finally, hype train has landed. It's finally <laughs> arrived.
0: So just to give you guys like a little bit of background on this, he put up a message on Twitter on June 25th saying that he was looking for some editors. I found the message. I commented. I sent him a message. Blah, blah, blah. Got a message back a couple of days later, saying that he, you know, he asked me a couple questions. messaged back. He asked me a couple more questions that day, and then um didn't hear anything back for like half a month. I messaged right. back on the 13th of of July, and I was like, "Yo, I'm just checking in to see if you have moved forward in the hiring process. You know, I still want to work with you." He said, "Hey, I've got some part-time people, but I don't have anybody full-time right now. I do have a couple of videos that I can send you though." So I was like, "All right, cool. Send, so, you know, what how do you want to do the payment? How do you want to do all this blah blah blah?" And so, I was like, "Okay, cool. We can he was like, "We can hop into a Skype call and discuss that." And then we're supposed to call that day, and this was this was still the 13th. This was last Friday. But the call didn't end up happening, so I was getting a little worried, but I continued to be a little bit persistent uh, that weekend. Uh-huh. Finally got something back from him on Monday. We got on call Tuesday night, and um, it went well. He was like, I'm going to send you a few videos to work on in the next few weeks. Uh, do like a little trial period, see how well you do with those. And then if I, if I like what you're doing and you're cool with it, we can move forward to doing a contract.
1: Whoa. So I was like, That's, that's a, awesome. That's a big boy word right there, dude. This a, a, yeah. a fucking Contract.
0: <laughs> a contract. Um. So, he's he's worked with people in the past, and he's he's kind of he's kind of professional in this, which is interesting because the the other person that I edit for right now, I'm kind of having some other issues with, but I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, sure. So. I got that video on Tuesday night. I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to try to get it. To-. He said, I asked when you want it by, he said, Friday would be cool. I said, all right, I'll try to get it to you a little bit sooner. And I was going to try to get it to him on Wednesday, but it didn't happen. But I did get it to him earlier today, Thursday at like four o'clock. And um, wow. sent him the video. And was yeah. like, let me know what you think about it. And got Ooh. a really great message. Saying that he was blown away, that he was super impressed at how well I did for the first run through, and he didn't think anyone would do that well on a first run through of it. And that he's gonna he's gonna give me some more updates as far as like notes and stuff on the video. But he definitely wants to. He can guarantee that he's gonna put me on a contract.
1: Wow! So I didn't know this part. I knew yeah. I knew the fact that he had called you and given you the opportunity. Yeah. I is had no idea. from today. Yeah, this is breaking news right now. And what's crazy, too, is, I think it's okay if you say this, it's mm-hmm. it's a Madden channel. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, it's, it's football. Yeah. And, mm. you know, not, I'm not saying you don't know anything about football, but it's not exactly your uh, cup of tea. People. It's
0: not my forte <laughs> at all. Um, Yeah, he does, uh, by the way, this guy has, like, 700,000 subscribers, which is pretty cool.
2: Doing well um, for himself.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's gone up, and it's gone up, like, 40,000 in the last, like, three days. Um but yeah he mainly does Madden like EA Madden videos. He does some vlogs, he does some Fortnite stuff. Very um mainstream gaming channel, I guess you could say. Fair, fair. Um but I was like, you know, I mean, what he was offering as far as a full-time editing position, um all that kind of stuff like the edits aren't really complex. It, it took me a little bit of time to like figure out the formats of his videos. And it's, the next couple of videos I work on are still going to take me a little bit of time to edit. But once I get into a rhythm of them, I'm going to be able to pump them out pretty easily.
1: I was, I was going to ask what the learning process of that is of being like a game that you're not really have a lot of knowledge of. Like, how can you create a flow of, for a video, right? right? Because that's like you kind of have to hit the peaks and the lows at the same time. And if you. Really know nothing about the game, I guess. Would you go by reactions, I guess? Is he like a webcam kind of guy?
0: Yeah, a lot of it was reactions. Um, but also... So, I'm not a sports guy at all. <laughs> just okay. for the audience to know and everybody. I, I just don't care for sports. But I did have to go to football games for the last 10 years of my life because of marching band.
2: <laughs> right. So, I,
0: I, I've got that like general basic knowledge of football down. Um, he was still talking about shit i don't know in these videos but i went and watched like five to like ten of his videos in the series that he wanted me to edit for uh to kind of get a gist of it um i bet
1: that helped a lot definitely
0: definitely um i kind of learned some new stuff i looked up like a like a nfl for dummies video just try to see if there was any other basics i don't know because you know Like, what I can learn now is just going to make it a little bit easier, and then I don't have to think about it, you know, a month down the road, right? Like, it'll just be me editing for a couple hours that day, turning the video, and I'll be good. Um, But, yeah, a lot of it was reactions that I had to kind of figure out, but I guess the the most difficult thing wasn't even the game itself. It was just trying to figure out the format of the video and basing it off of what he already had while also trying to be somewhat unique in my editing so that I stood out just a little bit right
1: right right add your own little personal touches if you will right fair enough yeah that's crazy though that he liked it so much I'm, I'm so proud I yeah. can't wait to uh well is he actually going to post the video or is he just holding on to it as like a trial thing yeah no he should be posting the video
0: um, so I'm hoping I'll probably talk to him sometime tomorrow about like other specifics and everything and I'll update the podcast and you about it as soon as I know about it. But uh, yeah, I'll wow. send you the video when it's when it's uploaded.
1: Man, I'm really proud of you, dude. like thanks man uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> this this has definitely been a process for you and I know how hard <laughs> you've worked to even get the opportunity. And right, so when the right. opportunity finally came and you went all out on it, 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 it feels nice for it to finally be like, yeah, you did an amazing job. And it's like, oh all that work was for something, right? Like I actually yeah. got here. That's insane.
0: I think it's just like for some context for anybody that's like wondering about freelance work or anything like that. Like this is one guy that messaged me back. There's like DMs on Twitter and Instagram and emails of like dozens of people that never messaged me back. Um, right. There's people that did message me back and then didn't want to pay me. There's people that did message me back and said, "Yeah, this is what we can do for payment," and then I went onto a like got a got a Skype or a Discord call and we talked about what we we're gonna do, and then they just never sent me any work. Like bizarre things. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of weird gray areas in this kind of thing. Um, but I, th- well, I, I do think that persistence is key.
1: Well, I imagine it's kind of like a, a bit of a wild west out there. Like there really mm. aren't whole lot of rules or even like standards of conduct, right? Like these aren't necessarily business companies so much as like they're people like you and me who need help. <laughs> right. Exactly. And aren't exactly, aren't exactly business owners, right? They're not exactly people who know how to lead a large group of people. Even I struggle with that a lot, uh, you know, with group projects and the like, and I can only imagine if I had the money to give out to somebody to edit, like sure, it would be helpful and it would be nice and I could get a lot of work off my back, but like, I'd imagine I have to put in twice the amount of work just to make sure that they were satisfied, right? Because like, if I'm giving right. them money, you know, I, I can only expect it's part of their livelihood. I have to start caring a lot more too. And I, I can only imagine that's like so much work on top of doing your own YouTube stuff.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I think it's like, you definitely have to be in the financial position to be able to hire somebody first off. Um, right, That, right. that definitely amazing. helps. Um, And then after that, it's just, like, when you hire somebody, and this this is just, like, what I've heard and what I've, like, read about and stuff, it's, you put in almost, like, a ton of work up front with that person to make sure they know what they're doing to save you an extensive amount of time in the future. If that makes
1: sense. That's smart. That's really smart.
0: So it's, like, I expect to have a few more calls with this guy in the next month or two to, like really you know grind off the edges and everything like that but in like two months I should be pretty independent with what I'm working on to where it's just going to save him a lot of time and you know, there's going to be like a flow to it Um, that's That's the ideal situation at least
1: and I think it probably just comes down to like really good communication skills above all else of just being honest with where you're at on both fronts and uh, Mm. really really doing your part to make sure that no one's left out in the dark at all absolutely and that's a thing that i've learned just doing collab projects i imagine if there's money involved that communication skill just gets a lot more required <laughs> right it's yeah, a whole different ballgame when, <laughs> when you got paychecks and livelihoods on the table and that's just cool
0: I, I i think i mean what's like one of the coolest parts about this is that you know i didn't graduate college recently and i was originally going to be a music teacher and and I was, you know, part of me still has been thinking, you know, like what if I did graduate college, like would I be in a better place than I am right now? And I honestly have like, I thought about it so much to where I don't see myself being in a better place because I, I don't know like if I would have been able to like move out because um, I would have been able to make the money to pay rent right off the right off the bat. I would have had to wait till the like the fall to start being a teacher and then Like with this position, I'll be making more than a teacher, which is pretty bizarre. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 100%. It's crazy, but it it looks like if you just kind of follow your your passions and work really, really hard, it can pay off. Obviously, this isn't the end. This is just the beginning. (laughs) Um, Right. Ideally, it's not
1: all rainbows either. You still got to do your own shit and work your Zack Snyder production stuff and edit for this guy, like, right. no easy street, even now. Right. <laughs>
0: um, it's only going to get a little bit harder from here, but uh, right. ideally speaking, you know, I work with this guy for the next year or so, and save up money, so that even if Zack Snyder production's in a place where I'm making a profit off of it, I'll have the money to kind of live off of, and I can focus more on that at some point, right? Right. Like, We'll see. We'll see when that, when that road gets here. I'm always thinking about the next step ahead, but I do have to focus on what's right in front of me as well.
1: Right, right. <laughs> not go too yeah. far ahead because, exactly. you know, a couple of weeks ago, this wasn't even a thing, right?
0: Exactly. Um, Speaking of, I've been working for this particular YouTuber slash streamer for um about two months now. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, mention who it is. But there's there's been this streamer that I've been working for. I've been doing like some highlights and stuff, and I it was going good at first, but then there'd be like a week or two where I just wouldn't have any communication, and then I just wouldn't get paid, and so I'd have to wait, and then I wouldn't have work to do, and so that's another week where I'm not getting money, and then I'd finally get a message back, and it's like, hey, you know, here's you know, here's your pay, whatever. Um, but recently. I was talking to this person, uh, it was like two and a half weeks ago. I said, Hey, um, you know, is there any way that we, that I could like have a set day to know like when I'm going to get paid. Right. Like, you know, having some kind of day to know that is very beneficial because we had already talked about it in the past. Sure. But this person said, yeah, you know, Saturdays would be good or whatever. I was like, all right, cool. And then Saturday came and I was like, yo, am I getting paid today?" And this person said, yeah, I got you. And then didn't pay me. And then mm. that week happened. I didn't get any responses. And then this past Saturday happened. I didn't get any responses. And I continued to do work during those two weeks because I was like, if I don't do the work, then I'm definitely not getting paid. But I haven't done yeah, any right, work. Right. right, like I haven't done any work this week, and I was going to, but I just kind of decided, like I, I, especially with this new this new client, um, I'm figuring that out. Um, it's just kind of frustrating because you would think that people will be more professional than they are. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm glad that this new opportunity has came because I'm like, I kind of was relying on that money and I still am like, I still need that. If it's like, if it's coming like that would be very helpful, you know, because mm-hmm. people got to pay rent and bills and shit. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but it, I, I think I'm like, I'm in an interesting position where I might have to like drop a client and I don't know how to do that yet, but we'll see what happens.
1: You've kind of been uh, learning as you're doing. So I'm sure you'll figure it out. Right. If need be. Pretty much. And that's the thing. Like, it it kind of goes back to my sort of Wild West comment. Like, you were dealing on a person by person, case by case, oftentimes video by video basis with a lot Mm -hmm. of this stuff. And I've heard horror stories, not only from you and this particular person, um, but being the fact that I'm near a lot of the Pokemon community. I'm also near a lot of the people who do graphics, and a lot of them are freelancers as well. And you hear a lot of horror stories about people not treating them right either, you know? Uh, People who ask way too much, people who have too many changes, people who say they're going to pay this much and then don't, people who don't tip, uh, people who don't communicate, yada, yada, yada. Shit like that can be really disheartening. Um, And so the one time I even had the money... Uh, to get somebody to make graphics for me, I made sure 100% of the time that like, go. I'm probably going to be a, like a little demanding because I'm very particular. I, I have a brand that I want to do off whatever, mm-hmm. but I paid them very well. <laughs> exactly. I, not only, I not only paid the price they were looking for, but when they wanted to go up because my thing was more demanding, I'm like, sure. And when it was all over, I tipped them because that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, thank you for the experience, yada, yada. And then put their Twitter on, like, videos and all this sort of stuff. Dust Designs, if you're listening to this, you did amazing. Appreciate it. Um, And, I mean, like, I, I got to do my part, right? If I'm going to uh, offer money, <laughs> you know, I expect work to be done, obviously. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's a little bit of responsibility on my end, too, to be sure that, like, I could potentially work with this person again and maybe get some thumbnails done. Like I don't want to burn any bridges and I don't want to treat people like shit just so I can get some graphics on the channel. Right. Like there's people involved here. (laughs) It's not just a shortcut. It's not just work. It's not just results. It's like real fucking people on the other end of it. And so anybody in internet freelance, I just have a a ton of respect for. Yeah.
0: And it's like, And it's like if I was just doing this like as just a side gig and then, you know, that'd be cool. It's like, you know, I haven't gotten paid yet, whatever, I can wait. But it's, you know, it's one thing where I, I made sure this person was, you know, knew that, hey, I'm kind of, you know, this is, this is how I'm paying my bills right now. Like, this is, this is what I got at the moment, you know. I have another job at the moment, but it's not as much as I need it to, you know, to pay those bills and this is what I'm relying on. And, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, like... If I had to, if I have to, or if I had to, or whatever, I have, you know, get like an actual other job outside of freelance, like I would, right? Right. But just, just goes to like, I guess what I, the reason I'm bringing this up is to like let you guys know that you may have to deal with this in the future. If this is like, if being a creator is something that you're planning on doing, um, whether you're on the end of paying somebody money to edit or you're on the end of editing for somebody. So.
1: Right. There's a balance to be made, and I think above all else, keep that stream of communication open and free, my guy. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know? If you can do, if you can do that, there's a chance, right? Hmm. You can do that. There's a chance.
0: Absolutely. Um, but other than that, I went to the doctor for the first time in like a year, Whoa. and because I deal with—I mean, I have mentioned it before—I deal with headaches and migraines, and I'm tired all the time. I have like all these health problems, but I never really get them checked out. So went to the doctor and had like the first doctor I've ever had that like was actually genuine in like wanting to help me, and it looks like I'll actually you know kind of have a relationship with this person you know going forward, and that's kind of cool. Um, but I, I got some new heading medication we'll see if it works I've tried like dozens in the past it's never worked We'll see if it works if not like I, I do have an open communication with him to like just let him know you know in the future and then he's also gonna like help guide me in like some lifestyle changes to like lose weight and shit like that' just trying I'm trying to get my health better because sure. at the end of the day if I don't get you know I can't get I can't get videos done if I'm in bed all the day you know.
1: Right, right. We've talked about this before. Uh, Mm. I think the further we get along, that concern of health is only going to continue to grow, right? Exactly. And I think, at the very least, even though me and you are definitely not perfect, and we both have a multitude of issues, different issues, but issues nonetheless, Mm. I think the fact that we're receptive to the problem, like, not only do we know it exists, but we're willing to change your life around to, you know, get better I think it goes a long way in, 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 in trying, alright? Oh, succeeding. absolutely. Knowing that you even have health problems is the first step to, like, trying to find somebody to, to solve them, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. He was he was very reassuring of the fact that, like, like, he could tell that I've done my research and stuff, like, even though I hadn't been to the doctor, like, I have, like, read plenty on, like, whatever is wrong with me, and he he knows that I wanna like fix things and so hopefully hopefully that'll be a that'll be a good change. We'll it's see stoked. what
1: happens. Dope yeah, to have so, a guy in your corner.
0: Definitely. Um but yeah, uh so productive week off YouTube to make YouTube better. <laughs> <laughs> hey.
1: There you go. Fair enough. Yeah. But
0: anyways, um, that's enough of that. Let's Ooh. let's jump into that that y- two year anniversary uh,
1: interview. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited for this. I always, yeah. I always, I always think you do a pretty good job at interviewing, if uh, the ten minute creator interview series is anything to go by. So, yeah, I uh, do want to
0: bring that back. By the way, I'm thinking of making that a LinkedIn exclusive.
1: Whoa, <sighs> yeah,
0: exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah. Um. The first thing I wanted to ask you was, well, we kind of touched on this, like I think it was last week or the week before. But mm-hmm. how does it feel to get two years into? I would say I would say a, a pretty successful channel. I mean, you've you haven't quit. You've had you know little little hiccups here and there. And sure it's not a big channel but like you've almost gotten 400 videos out and there's been consistency for the for the most part and I, I you have a a really tight-knit community like how does how does that feel
1: if you would have told me two years ago when I started blue catch productions if I ever thought it would get this far I would have told you you were crazy right um, I've told this story many a time over but Blue Couch Productions was very much a last-ditch attempt effort to try and get this YouTube thing to work. Because I had done Mr. Mario 952. I had done the Sploater Show. I had done a bunch of collab Let's Play channels. You know, I've I've done all this stuff. But I never had a YouTube channel that I made, personally, that ever did anything or did well at all. And I had the equipment for it, and I had the know-how for it, and I even learned how to edit and all that sort of stuff. I had nothing to show for it, and so when I think back to those early July days two years ago, where I just graduated high school, yada yada yada, and I really thought about like, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? As you do when you graduate high school, and that YouTube thing kept coming up over and over again, and I watched way too many motivational, inspirational videos, uh, <laughs> and a lot of <laughs> a lot of a lot of different channels. Until finally, I just said, like, fuck it. Let's let's do it. Let's give it one more shot. Let's give it one more try. And so when Blue Couch Productions was a thing on July 20th, my first video went up on July 22nd, titled Expert Reviews. And the rest is history. It's crazy to me that, like, I have, like, art done by, like, a graphics designer. It's crazy to me that I have almost 400 videos. It's crazy that I'm on other social medias like Facebook and Twitter. I would have never. I would have never been on Twitter two years ago. Uh I have a discord now i didn't even know what discord was at the time like it's so crazy to think back and to see where it all came from to where i am now and to realize holy cow it didn't feel like a lot has, ha- has happened because i take things day by day usually but looking back on it it's, it's really incredible that i that i've even managed to get this far and that i'm still continuing after all this time it feels really incredible and really satisfying
0: absolutely i mean we both know that like keeping a channel going is often better said than done, right? Like it takes a lot of work to to get those videos out. And like I said, I think it's, I think it's really cool that you have such a, such a growing and, and loving community. Uh, It's, it's pretty awesome. And I think you're going to, I think you're going to continue to do well in the future.
1: Um, If I stick at it. Oh yeah,
0: for sure. So, We know that this isn't your first channel. You didn't make a channel beforehand, which we've kind of Mm -hmm. talked about in the past. But I'm curious, I don't remember if we talked about this before, but I'm curious what got you interested in like like making videos?
1: Like videos as a whole or like YouTube videos? Because they're both- Kind of
0: a little bit of both. Yeah, like go ahead and go into both.
1: Yeah. Okay. So before YouTube was even a thing, and we've talked about this several times. Uh, as a child, like I loved the camera, right? I loved being in videos. I remember my dad had like a one of those VHS looking cameras, yada, yada, and we had that for a while. I remember having a little flip camera, those USB things, and I made a ton of videos off of that, some really bad ones. Some of them are still around, <laughs> but a lot of them are gone, uh, thank God. <laughs> but like I, I loved being in videos. I loved being an entertainer. I loved being a performer. I think even for a while, uh, elementary school, like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Like, my first answer was just like a singer because I could be on stage, yada yada yada. I could entertain people. I just thought that was the coolest thing ever, and those were the type of people I was really interested in. And then around when YouTube had come out, I think I first started watching videos around. 2006 or so, uh, mainly watching Super Smash Brothers Brawl trailers because that game was coming out. Me and Ethan were very hyped for it at the time. And so we just consumed like a bunch, a bunch of videos. Never thought about making anything on YouTube. I just liked watching stuff. Right. And then a couple years went by and I found a couple more channels. In particular, uh, this channel in particular called Nintendo Capri Sun was a big influence on both you and me. Mm -hmm. He had done these let's plays and not only was like the gameplay cool, but like his commentary was cool at the same time. And I thought, yo, I want to do let's plays. Right. And so I created that first channel of mine and I wanted to be called Mr. Mario, but of course that had been taken. So YouTube recommends like, yo, how about you do Mr. Mario nine five two. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Whatever. Don't put numbers (laughs) in your YouTube name. Don't ever just find something else. I would have never done that now. Mm. Uh, But Mr. Mario 952 was going to be a Let's Play channel for a while. I had bought a Dazzle. I think I had a shitty headset mic at the time. And we were going to do like a bunch of Let's Plays. I was going to get Ethan involved, all this sort of stuff. And then it was just like roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. Like, oh, the gameplay capture doesn't look good. Let's get a better capture card. Oh, that capture card has shitty software. Bad luck for you. Oh, your commentary isn't good. Oh, technical issue after technical issue, yada yada. And that just persists for a pretty long time. And so Mr. Mario 952, while I did start as a Let's Play channel, just happened to be, in my opinion, a YouTube channel where I posted whatever I had, <laughs> essentially. Right. Whether it was school projects, random videos, occasional gameplay and occasional Let's Play stuff, Mr. Mario 952 was just sort of an ensemble of a bunch of weird videos and ideas that I just uploaded when I felt like it. It was for fun, basically.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people when they start their first YouTube channel, um, very few people continue with that channel, by what I've seen. Uh, for the most part they just gotta post whatever. Because mm-hmm. I know I I did that and I know a lot of people that's done that and you know, we we usually move on, which is not a bad thing. I think I think that first channel really helps captivate what we like about making videos in the first place.
1: Sure, sure. I think a lot of the most fun I've ever had making videos, you know, kind of came from that place of, oh, it's Mr. Mario 952. I can post whatever the heck I want and may mm-hmm. have potential people see it. And I thought that'd be pretty cool if I like got anybody to watch any of my stuff. So I was just happy if a video got like 10 views or whatever. I'm like, yo, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'd be happy if the Hot Hog finally worked and I finally got gameplay. I'm like, yo, cool. I can make a Let's Play video. I can do something. When- when the sploder show took off and I'm like, yo, I can do these like daily now and all this sort of stuff. Uh, But that channel went through like multiple phases of like, it's a let's play channel. It's a review channel. I was even at one point going to make it a, uh, almost like a wrestling channel. Uh, really, but not the kind of wrestling you're thinking of. I had an, I had an idea to you. You've heard of Mugen, right? I have not, no. It's like this fighting game sort of engine where you can like put a bunch of characters and put a bunch of like stages in them that they were all creator made. Okay. And so I had an idea to do uh, an episode called um, Friday Night Fights, but with these moving characters, right? <laughs> yeah. And so every Friday, it would just be a CPU versus CPU battle. And the title <laughs> would be like, superman versus shadow or goku versus shrek or like whatever right um but i never got around to making the first episode so the idea just sort of uh laid dormant for a while
0: that's fair well it's never too late <laughs>
1: right i can bring it I can, I can bring it back i can bring it back there you go yeah oh, that's great uh
0: well that's cool well here's a question uh, going, going forward with YouTube and stuff, and we'll get into, like, out of YouTube stuff in a bit, what, if there was one series on YouTube that you could do, uh, didn't matter how much it costed, didn't matter, like, who you needed to be in it, and, like, no limits, you had all the resources you needed to make it, what would
1: you do? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a really good question. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure, honestly. Um... I've always had the dream of like having a Philip DeFranco style studio. I didn't know who Philip DeFranco was, but the idea of like right. having your own sort of production company in your in your own house, making YouTube videos, like yeah, that that's always something I kind of want to do eventually one day if my content ever gets like big enough or whatever. For
0: as far sure. as like what
1: I would actually have them make, well, I don't know. I think I think I'm split between like having like a full time review show Mm -hmm. or a reviewer analysis but with like really good equipment and like really good lighting and I could like travel uh, for episodes if need be to like fit the topic or the subject things like that yeah or the other approach to that do like a little uh machinima with like a bunch of really professional voice actors and get like a whole a whole series that I could like write up from the beginning and have all these sort of characters in and stuff like that I don't think it would do well, honestly. But I've always I've always had that dream of like, yo, I should make my own show of something like that. And Right. I still have that I still have that dream. But I, I've passed the point of thinking it'll be any good. <laughs> it'll probably be bad. But I'll have a ton That's of fun fair. making it. Just because I love the production process. I, I love, you know, writing up scripts. I love, you know, voice acting and things like that. And to have that all combined into one thing, if I had the money, would would be pretty dope. So one of those two things probably. Uh, but cool. they're they're pretty big pipe dreams at the moment
0: <laughs> i feel that well here's a question do you think like you said you, you you don't think it'd be any good now do you think that there's value in making things that are still like bad do you think like even if you have like the talent and the money and whatnot and you're you're trying out new ideas do you think that there's value in doing something even if you think it's going to turn out bad
1: Oh, yeah, I've been a big proponent of just experimenting for the sake of experimenting and trying new things. And I'm also a big fan of making videos that you love above videos that will do well. I mean, Mm -hmm. you've seen Blue Couch Productions before. There's videos on there that are just like personal dreams of mine. Like, did I have to come out with the video of me quizzing myself on all 807 Pokemon? No. Did I want to at the time because I saw a a lot of other YouTubers doing it and I thought it'd be fun? Sure. Right? Yeah. And then when that inspiration does hit, like let's say with the top five Pokemon forest and I want to film a weird and wacky video, there was no pause for me of being like, oh, but will my subscribers like it or will my viewers like it or what if it ends up being bad? You know, those thoughts usually don't cross my mind. I more than often just get to filming it and seeing how it it turns out. And I don't throw a lot of work away, just in general. If a video, if I work on a video, chances are it's coming out. Like 99% of all the stuff I work on ends up getting uploaded to Blue Couch Productions in one form or another. And I don't know what that says about me in particular. Uh, I think at the (laughs) very least, on the most positive end, it says that I'm willing to just experiment and put whatever out there. Even though, like I do have an audience now and there's some level of expectation and I obviously can't post porn. <laughs> Although, yeah, who knows? Damn
0: it. <laughs> knows? A year three anniversary video.
1: Ooh. Year three. That'd be be a big one. <laughs> uh, but no, like if I have an idea for a video and I'm passionate enough to make it out, I post it regardless of whether or not like other people think it's good. Like for me, it for me it's fun. For me, it's fun. I had fun making it. I would be the type of person to watch this on YouTube if someone else was making it that's dope to me right. and of course like there's definitely standards now like the audio can't be bad if the audio is corrupted unfortunately that means i can't post a video but if it's all like technically sound oh let's go let's just let's just post it let's just post it let's see what happens let's see what the reaction is No, um, yeah, i
0: absolutely agree yeah um i mean i i see too many people that are they they have like almost stage fright about uploading like, it's hard for them to hit that upload button no matter how hard they work on something. And I feel like for me and you, we're the complete opposite. Like, we just upload everything.
1: Right. Um, Even with my older stuff, I'm not, I'm not yeah. ashamed to upload that part of me, right? Mm. I can I can recognize that it's bad, and it's probably not good. <laughs> but I can also recognize that there's other people who'd want to see that. And if they want to see it and they want to laugh at it, go right ahead. <laughs> go right ahead. I don't care. Have fun with exactly. it. Have fun with it. There you
0: go, cool. Let's get into some. Uh, let's get into like some more personal questions Ooh. Um, that aren't just YouTube related. So I guess to start off with, um, where are you from? Where Where are you born and raised in?
1: So I was born on November seventh, nineteen ninety seven, in a hospital in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm. We did not live there though. Uh, we lived in a multitude of different areas. I don't really like have a hometown per se just because we moved around a lot. Like we lived in Idaho for a good period of time. We lived in Tennessee for a good bit of time, Mississippi, uh, different parts of the state. I spent a majority of like schooling years, like elementary school, middle school, and then later junior high and high school, uh, where I live now in West Tennessee. Um, So I guess that's probably where I was raised the most, but especially in those early years, we just sort of, you know, moved around a good bit and right whether it was on my dad's side of the family my mom's side of the family grandparents relatives whoever
0: okay cool do you have any do you have any siblings i mean we know you, you have a
1: brother i got the one okay. and only all right the one and only ethan of worldwide meme fame <laughs> worldwide
0: meme fame
1: yeah i know you two are pretty close yeah. right we we are very close and it's funny, too, because when Ethan was born for a while, I've heard stories from my parents that I pretty much like ignored him for like a good part. <laughs> I didn't think he existed. I wanted to be the only child for a bit longer, so I relished in that opportunity. It wasn't until a couple years later down the road when my little kid brain went off and like, Yo, what if I take <laughs> the situation I'm in? And use Ethan to be the pawn in my schemes. So say Aiden wants a cookie, Aiden go gets a cookie, and they're like, "Yo, who ate this cookie? Ethan did.
0: <laughs> this, <laughs> who did this?
1: this? Ethan did it. it. <laughs> and he didn't talk. Right? He didn't know how to talk for a good bit because uh, he was like really? very little. He was like a year old or whatever. He just barely like said a couple words, and that was it. And so I would just talk for Ethan most of the time. i will be like, oh, Ethan said uh, you should let me eat all this food. And Ethan said you should let me do this and do that and whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure Ethan didn't really have an opinion on it. But right. for a good part of like early, early childhood, I just sort of used him for whatever nefarious scheme <laughs> I had in mind. And then, and then eventually, eventually we just sort of uh, grew into being like, really good friends a lot of the time um anytime he was struggling with something i would try to help because i was your head you know anytime i needed something he would help out like whatever and when i got into watching youtube ethan was right alongside me watching those smash bros trailers ethan was into let's plays ethan was into all the same channels i was into we'd show each other videos yada yada we play that's a lot of the awesome. same games he, he's great he's great that's cool
0: do y'all ever argue about anything
1: Oh, yeah, all the time. No. Only I don't know if you mentioned this before, but like physically I'm not exactly like <laughs> ripped. I'm very much just like a skinny toothpick, if you will. Yeah. And Ethan Ethan's like he a bit on the bigger side. Not like fat or anything, but you know, he a bit on the big side. So anytime I would personally get into an argument with him as kids, Ethan took the easy way out and just like sat on me. <laughs> <laughs> And he would just not get up until he won the argument, and mm-hmm. like I couldn't do anything. Like I'm not pushing him off. Like that's 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 too much. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you you end up you know winning a lot of the time and getting into arguments and things like that. And of course we're brothers, so I didn't want to yeah. share anything. He didn't want to share anything. Yada yada. Yeah, but no, we we haven't fallen out or anything. We're still pretty good friends. And some of my bigger videos, Ethan's usually the cameraman behind the scenes or. You know, you might even be a part of some videos. Who knows?
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit of a uh, little bit of video game stuff. What is your favorite video game console, and what Ooh. are your favorite games for that console?
1: Ooh, that's tough. I personally have a lot of nostalgia for the N sixty four. That's like the first video game system I remember supposedly we had a genesis but i don't ever remember like using it at all Hmm. so it was right around n64 where i got like really attached to video games however a lot of the n64 library like ain't great (laughs) so if if i'm having to pick the best console with the best library of games my answer at the moment is the super nintendo i think
2: Hmm.
1: pound for pound that system just has, like, an incredible library of games. I love the controller. I even love the dumb gray and purple design. I know a lot of people hate it, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. It's pretty and nice. And as, as far as games for that system, oh, man. I could, I literally have, like, my shelf of games here. Freaking uh, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, Street Fighter 2, Donkey Kong Country, 1 and 2. Not 3, I don't like 3. Mega Man <laughs> X, Super Metroid, Civ City, Tecmo Super Bowl, like, I own more Super Nintendo games than I think anything else, and that was mainly because, like, when I finally got into retro collecting, I knew what system I, I wanted right away, and that was Super Nintendo. So, I love that library so much. A lot of great games,
0: plenty it's of a, RPGs I haven't even played library. either. So, yeah, I was gonna um, I was gonna say, you gotta get on that, that Chrono Trigger and that Earthbound hype.
1: I have a copy of Chrono Trigger. Haven't played it. Yeah, yeah, that's haven't played it.
0: Fantastic game, highly recommend. 10 out of 10. We could do a uh, co commentating series on the gaming channel,
1: that'd be fun. I would be down, yeah. I'd be down for that. And as far as Earthbound is concerned, I'm never owning a copy of that. That's so expensive, <laughs> there's no expensive. way. Yeah, there's no way.
0: Yeah, I would uh, illegally <laughs> actually you get that on the Wii U now. Yeah, you is, can,
1: yeah. Not on the Switch, but... uh,
0: Not on the mm. Switch, you know, the most relevant Mm. console. But, uh, yeah. Super Nintendo's great. I love it. need to play more games on there, but I do like what I've played for sure. 100. So, kind of moving into the the nerd culture side of things. um, Are you a fan of comic books at all?
1: Not really. Uh, Uh In fact, comic books I sort of actively avoided until... Until recently, rather, because, well, number one, I got a lot of exposure from, like, you and Jay talking about it and yada yada. Mm. Uh, But also, there were a lot of YouTubers covering it in very interesting ways. And because I, like, review and analysis content, like, eventually I ended up crossing into that field of comic book stuff. Mm. So I know a lot more than I used to, uh, but it's been very recent, very recent.
0: Okay. But if you had to choose, would you go Marvel or DC?
1: Ooh. Kid Aiden would say DC because I thought Batman was the coolest. Mm. But adult Aiden would probably say Marvel, probably. Okay. And I, I, in terms of comics and in terms of characters, I like the idea of these sort of—they're not—they're not gods really. They're very much flawed human people who also happen to be heroes, rather than the reverse mm. end of it where it's like a bunch of fucking like gods and world killers who you know get around to being heroes and having no real faults of their own and stuff like that i i just think marvel's more more even personally
0: i think it's more grounded
1: yeah that's interesting i I don't know if that's true that's of like not reading a comic perspective and watching youtube video perspective Mm. (laughs) so take that with the grain of salt but from what i can gather
0: i almost feel the opposite but that's interesting yeah i personally we can debate
1: it yeah. You'd probably be right. <laughs> I, like, I, like I still play. like Batman. I still yeah, like Batman. I,
0: I I um I grew up not liking Batman. I grew up distinctly, distinctively hating Batman, and then eventually loving Batman. So it's very interesting. <laughs> like, Batman's just a rich cool. guy. <laughs> He's just got a lot of money. He's not a super. He doesn't have real superpowers. Where <laughs> is this is uh seven-year- old Zach mm. If you were given three wishes, what would they what would they be? Oof. Obviously you can't do any of that shenanigans where you ask for more wishes.
1: I want more wishes though That's, that's what mm-hmm. I need.
0: I mean I feel that but what do I kill
1: allowed. for <laughs> I think when people ask me that one of the things I usually go to is like having a mini fridge. But, like, I have a mini-fridge <laughs> now, so I can't say that. That sucks. <laughs> That is fucking got infinitely harder. Uh, uh,
0: I don't want a million dollars so that I could buy a mini-fridge with. I just want a mini-fridge.
1: Yeah. They're so, They're so useful. They're so useful. I love it. I have, like, one right next to the desk. It's nice.
0: Well, drink so it. I don't drink sodas anymore, as, as neither of us do, so I don't find the usage of it anymore.
1: Lunch meat, fruit, apple juice they're done yeah that's, that's fair water water is great yeah <laughs> drink more water <laughs> in general yeah. uh, that's fair. i don't know really i'm pretty pretty content <laughs> where i'm at that's uh <laughs> i probably just want like more retro games honestly yeah. i want to do more collecting a lot of my consoles are sort of on their last legs and a lot of them need like just to be replaced outright, right? But I don't have the money for that. Mm, so out. I'd probably just wish for like a lot of, a lot of fucking video games. I'd like to try out a whole lot of stuff. There's the whole PS2 era I just missed entirely because I was a GameCube guy, and I'm like, damn, there's so many crazy good games, and here I am, yeah, not playing any of them. It sucks. So probably a bunch of games would be one. Just like a shitload of games. Uh oh I guess another one I would love to have uh, every Disney movie on VHS ooh, and yeah. so I've I've continued collecting them like when I can find them like at a bookstore or stuff like that but mm-hmm. so I guess my second wish would just to be like yo have that whole collection just like decked out got the fucking cases and everything even like the little the coupons in there I want all that <laughs> shit just like nicely nicely displayed so I can like record them or whatever, and have like a digital copy of a VHS. I think that's so cool in general. So probably that, and then fuck it, just get like a lot of dope ass video production stuff. And I want some of that. I want like a really yeah. good fucking camera. I want a it's studio. DeFranco studio. Really yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. oh yeah. So a bunch of retro games, all the Disney VHS stuff. And then a studio space. I don't know if that's technically doable in three wishes. I feel like I'm, I'm kinda getting a lot of value each wish, but those those would probably be my three things.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like that's definitely doable. See, I would scheme it more. I'd be like, let me get let me a billion dollars and then I've got all that already and then let me figure out what my next sure. wish is gonna be. <laughs> sure. You know? I sure. think no, I feel, like, I, feel
1: like, I mean I, I like collecting them as I am now though. So that's part of the thing. Yeah. I like I like finding them. More than I do, you like, know, watching
0: them. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've honestly thought about collecting in a, lo- a lot of ways to where it's, if I automatically had, like, my perfect collection that I want to have one day of everything I ever want, I don't know if I'd feel as satisfied as gradually getting that throughout the years.
1: I'd probably hate it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that you brought yeah. it up. Yeah. I, but I enjoy that aspect of collecting, of just finding things and the people and the experiences and all that sort of fun stuff definitely I guess I guess replace one of my wishes with I don't want any fucking stomach pain anymore that's just the worst mm. I'm tired of there having stomach pain so if we could get rid of that all together I ain't got to worry about you know the worst hour trip to the bathroom ever that'd be great Ooh. be a winner be a winner get that well, there you go yeah
0: speaking of collecting what, what got you into collecting It seems to be, like, a decent amount of, like, part of your life.
1: A good bit. A good bit. Um, As far as retro game collecting, that all was just a fascination from, like, uh, the early YouTubers I watched. Let's Players, um, game-related shows, Peanut Butter Gamer, JonTron, you know, Early Completionist, all these different, like, shows, Normal Boots, Hidden Blocks, all those guys. (laughs) Mm. And especially, especially the Angry Video Game Nerd. So yeah. what had happened was I watched all these videos, and I had seen all these shows, and without noticing it, I kind of ended up being sort of a retro game historian. <laughs> because, yeah. like, I knew all this shit now, uh, simply because I watched a lot of YouTube videos. And the point came where, like, yo, I'm kind of done of just watching this. Like, I want to experience this sort of shit. Like, I've heard people talk about the Super Mario games over and over and over again. I want to actually play them. And Mm -hmm. so a birthday came around, and we ended up figuring out about this retro game store in Jackson that was a little bit, like, down the road or whatever, uh, called Nirvana. And that birthday was straight up when I bought a Super Nintendo, I bought Chrono Trigger, Mario World, and I think Killer Instinct were my first. And then from there, it just freaking went everywhere to, like, N64, original PlayStation, PlayStation 3 stuff, collecting for the Wii U which I don't have anymore, (laughs) getting the (laughs) Switch, all this sort of stuff, Uh, NES games even. And so now it's like a thing where like, cool, I don't just have to listen to other people's opinions on games. I can go out there and have my own opinions on them. And sort of the same thing ended up happening with Disney movies, only in that case, we had a lot of them laying around. The thing about my room in particular was that for a while... We really had nothing to do with all these VHS and DVDs that were sort of in boxes, but I hmm. had like a big black shelf in my room. My parents were like, yo, do you mind if we just stick these in here on the shelf? And I'm like, sure, I'm not using it for anything. And so I sort of became the resident collector of all the old VHS and DVDs that we had. And a lot of them were old Disney movies that I liked watching as a kid. Yeah. And once again, through YouTube and through discovering things and all that sort of stuff, I'm like, yo, there's so much out there that I haven't seen And I really do love, like, the VHS format as a whole. I think it's nostalgic. I like seeing the uh, scraggly stuff on the screen and the noise (laughs) it sometimes makes and all this sort of shit. And I'm like, yo, I can start collecting these. Because, fun fact, Disney VHS tapes are pretty cheap. Um, They're some of the most available. They were printed everywhere. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. different variations and labels, obviously. But you can get them fairly easy. And so, like, anytime I would go to a bookstore and I'm like, oh, here's Bambi for, like, literally $2. Pick it up. All right, cool. Fantasia, Fantasia 2000, all this stuff. And then I had so many of them, I was like, shoot, let's go ahead and just try and shoot for all the original 2D animated films. So, from Snow White to Home on the Range is probably the last VHS one. Princess and the Frog, I think, is only on DVD. But like that's like seventy or so years of history right there, in a lot of these films that I haven't seen. So, I just try to collect them and get as many as I can wherever I go, and I have a lot of fun collecting them and watching the movies and once again, sort of having new experiences.
0: Yeah, I, I'd almost argue that your collecting spirit started from a, a little game that encouraged you to collect them all.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, perhaps, perhaps that's valid. I like the what's, your,
0: uh, what's your story to Pokemon, with Pokemon? Because I know it's, like, you, you definitely don't have just a Pokemon channel. I think I joke about that. People joke about that. <laughs> um, because there is, like, a slight emphasis on it, but it's never your main core thing. Um, but it obviously sure. has been, like, a big part of your life. Um, mm-hmm. what's, what's the story behind that?
1: So, uh, I did not figure out about Pokemon anything until... Right around the time I was in a daycare, so first and second grade, we went to like this after-school daycare or whatever, and there was a bunch of kids there. And so you end up meeting a lot of kids with Game Boy Advances. And this one kid in particular uh, was playing something, and me and Ethan were pretty interested in, like, yo, what's he playing? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. He won't won't let us look at it or whatever. Eventually, he got called away to do something. Me and Ethan were like, yo, this is our chance. So we go over there and see what he's playing (laughs) on this Game Boy Advance. And it ended up being a copy of, like, Pokemon Emerald, but we didn't know that at the time. It was just, like, Rayquaza and, like, this trainer, he was battling or whatever. And Ethan was playing it, and I'm like, what do I do? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm gonna fucking hit buttons or whatever. And so he hit some buttons, and he ended up being the trainer, obviously. <laughs> and he finally came back, he's like, yo, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, we were just wondering what this game was called. And that kid's name was Joseph, and he ended up telling us, oh, this is Pokemon, yada yada. And of course, like, we ended up figuring out that a bunch of kids played him. And then when me and Ethan's birthday rolled around, we got ourselves a Game Boy Advance and we got ourselves a uh, Pokemon. He ended up starting with Ruby and Sapphire, and I started with fire Red and Leaf Green. And ever since then, it's just been a constant. A game would be announced, we'd go get it, you know. Emerald came out, I remember that day. We literally, like, went to Walmart and got the, like, cardboard box... Because they weren't cases at the time. Like, Game Boy Advance right. games were just these cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. Tore that thing open, threw it away. Wish I hadn't. Uh, inflatable. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Relatable. And Played Emerald. Uh, when we figured out that, like, Diamond and Pearl were coming out, we didn't know it was a new Pokemon generation. We were like, oh, so that's, like, you know, Pearl and Metagross? Because that's what we thought the mascots were. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's, like, a new generation of Pokemon. For the Nintendo DS and like, oh, a DS, what's that? Whatever. And every time a new Pokemon game would come out, we'd go buy it and we'd get the hardware for it. And that went from a DS to a three DS to all this sort of stuff. And then we ended up playing the spin-offs on GameCube, Pokemon XD, of Darkness in particular is a fantastic game. My dad even got involved with it for a while. Ethan was super involved in it. And it just like became a constant. We never got tired of it. We, we hit low points, obviously. But from that point on, we never really stopped uh, playing Pokemon. And having YouTube there as well to be like, oh, you can figure out how to catch this Pokemon, search it up online and figure out how to do it. And oh, I can trade with Ethan because we have different versions and stuff like that and we can battle against each other and all sort of shit. I can't think of a better game than me and Ethan like spent time playing together. Other than maybe like Brawl. <laughs>
0: Yeah. like Pokemon
1: was that big a deal um, for us. And we got into the anime and we got into the cards and spent way too much money on a lot of that shit and the VHSs <laughs> and we, we, we were hooked in Generation 3 and on.
0: I think what's cool is because that game is, I mean, in some ways it's it kind of sucks if you're just like by yourself playing Pokemon because there's two different versions for every generation. You're like, oh, I got to buy both if I want to collect them, blah, blah, blah. But if you got, like, your brother, who's also super into it, like, it's pretty, like, the perfect storm, you know?
1: And it was a good time to figure it out about it, too, because kids at daycare were also playing it. Because, like, Pokemon was still cool. Right. It wasn't until we hit, like, late middle school where, like, Pokemon had sort of fallen out of fashion. And it wasn't the cool thing to do. Which but is me, funny because... We didn't give a shit. We just kept playing.
0: <laughs> right. It's funny because it's kind of cool again.
1: Right, it is now, hundred percent. Pokemon Go and everything. Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's kind of. And when you're an adult, when you're an adult, you don't give a shit about what other people think of you. So you're like, (laughs) oh, I play Pokemon. Cool, move on. Right. Back in the day, in like middle school and junior high, you wouldn't tell a soul you played Pokemon. That's like banishing your ass to the nerd table. (laughs) Like, don't do that. Keep keep it quiet. Keep it on the down low.
0: So I remember Mitch. I've told you before, like I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon or play it as a kid. But um, mm. I was always known as, like, that nerdy kid at school. Uh, but it was very interesting to me because in, like, middle school and high school, people would be like, you seem like the guy, like, they, they'd, like, make jokes about Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon. And I'd be like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and they'd be Ouch. like, <laughs> you like You're like, the type of guy who go to Shadow Room or something like that. And like, I'm like... I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? What, is down- <laughs> like, down down- what the fuck are you reference? talking about? They're, they're like, clearly they're
2: like
0: <laughs> I know. They're like they're like. Don't you watch Yu Gi Oh? was like no, I've never watched Yu Gi Oh. Nerd. No, I never called him a nerd, but that that would have been funny.
2: Yeah, that's yeah.
0: fine. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to mix up a little bit, and uh, we've we've briefly talked about music before, um, but I'm kind of curious for the podcast. What's your favorite genre of music is?
1: So Kid Aiden would take the cop-out answer and be like, oh, I listen to all kinds of music except Mm -hmm. for, like, rap, (laughs) reggae, (laughs) heavy metal, even regular metal, Kid Aiden was a fan of. Uh, But now, (laughs) like, looking back on it, and even today, it's, it's mainly pop stuff. It's mainly the music that I listened to was what my mom listened to on the radio. So when we were going to school, Star 1077 was always playing, like, the top hits of that time. And a lot of those songs, for whatever reason, like, stuck with me all these years later. And then I eventually ended up turning into around, like, I think junior high? It's been a long time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I would start watching these top 50 hits videos because I wanted (laughs) to know, like, what's the popular music out there? I didn't want to be in the dark anymore. I kind of wanted to, like, jump into it a bit. Mm-hmm. And so I would watch these top 50 hit videos, like, every week just to see what's popular and what's all going on. And most of it ended up being a lot of pop, a lot of r and a lot of rap. Trap now, more than ever. Uh, yeah, But, yeah, from, like, 2012 to now, every week... A new top fifty video comes out, and I've just gotten into the pattern so much where I'm like, "Oh, I might as well see what it is." This week it was Drake, by the way. What a shock! Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I mean, he just released a new album, so
1: yeah, a lot That's of a, a lot of a lot of Drake out there for whatever reason. But 2018 in general actually has been kind of a Drake year. Yeah. I think he's been on the number one thing more than anything. But yeah, a lot of a lot of pop and a lot of what my parents ended up listening to. It was kind of cool too. Because uh, my mom was very supportive in the fact that, like, we could listen to whatever kind of music we wanted. Straight up. She would not, like, oh, you can't listen to rap music. Or, oh, you can't listen to my humps. Because she listened to my humps. She listened to all the Black Eyed Peas hits that were coming out at the time. Why couldn't (laughs) we? And she was like, yeah, you can listen to it. Whatever. So when LimeWire became a thing and we had, like, mp3 players and all that sort of stuff. She just let's download whatever whatever we wanted. And I remember, like, other kids, uh, we would be hanging out with them, and they're like, your mom lets you listen to this music? And we're like, yeah. Why, yours doesn't? They're like, no, my mom won't let me listen to this. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so <laughs> we just be on our merry way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a special affinity um, for pop in the early 2000s, or whatever was popular in the early 2000s. I liked a lot of Black Eyed Peas. I've talked about the fact... Embarrassingly, that I'm a fan of early Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs) Even going as far as to in my first grade yearbook in the favorite band section wrote Nickelback (laughs) in capital letters. Yes. Oh, that's That's great. I remember when uh, Umbrella came out (laughs) and that music video came out. Fucking love that. Mm. Uh, Party Rock Anthem, I remember. That's 2012 or 2010. Roughly. I remember Shit, yeah. when Gangnam Style came out. I remember a lot of stuff. Uh, John Mayer, all these, all these artists really from that time period especially I just have such such a nostalgic attachment to. And I wouldn't say that it's like better or worse than music we have now. I think all that shit's subjective. Uh, right. But yeah, a, a lot of pop and a lot of stuff from the early 2000s is mainly what I listen to. And more right. so than ever though, finally getting into the rap and R&B stuff that I missed out on. <laughs>
0: <Hey>. <laughs> That's funny. It's a very very interesting way to look at music because, I mean, I think it's actually the most common. Like, I think most people just kind of, like, listen to the radio, and then whatever's popular. Right. That's what they listen to. I always found it weird because, like, growing up, I mean, I didn't listen to the radio that often. I mean, when we did, it was, like, Christian radio. But, (laughs) like, it wasn't i didn't get the opportunity to know what was popular really at the time and so like everybody at school would be singing the song i'd be like i don't know what that is Mm -hmm. what's that um so i i think that being in the loop of music has always been interesting to me because i i pull from so many different genres of music that i'm never quite in the loop anywhere Um, (laughs) but it's interesting
1: sure Hundred percent. Cool. I've heard from Jay especially too that that's sort of where he ended up finding a lot of his musical taste was just from his parents and all that. Mm-hmm. And I also I didn't neglect to mention that my granddad was a big country music fan. So there were several years in there where I was just all up on that modern country hits. So Taylor Swift, yeah. or Kenny Chesney, fucking <laughs> all those boys, <laughs> all those boys. Absolutely. Not proud of it, but uh, it's it's there if you really want to look back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, we got a little deep. A little deep. What is your What is your biggest fear? Um, hmm. That's a good
1: question. Mm Mhm. Fear. Uh, Not. Hey. Go ahead. And it can be like,
0: it can be like an irrational fear. It can be like, like a fear that like, like a deep fear. It can just be like something you've always been scared of. It can be anything like that.
1: I'm still afraid of the dark. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Every time I go out, uh, my parents would be like, yo, pull the trash, bring it to the road. All right, cool, whatever, <laughs> fine. As soon as I leave the house where the light has mm-hmm. gone and I'm trying <laughs> to make it to the road to put trash in there. I immediately go to, like, fears of, like, there's, like, 13 rapists in the bushes. There's, like, a gun <laughs> gunman down there. There's, like, 13 drug dealers, and they're all ready to wait for me to come out and just, and just, <laughs> just attack me out of nowhere. And so every time I would go to, like, take the trash out, but, like, sort of, you know, stay on the porch for a little bit, going real slow, real slow, and then, like, run to the trash can and then run back. <laughs> that's still a thing. That's even now. Even now, anytime I like go out and earn a whole lot of light around, that shit's bad. Obviously, I can handle it in my own room with the lights off. Like, that's cozy. That's nice. Whatever. But if right. I'm outside, and I don't know exactly what's going on, and I hear like a little <laughs> rustle or whatever, I'm like, nope. I'm about to die. It's over. It's, <laughs> it's done so. I've been paranoid like that for, for a while now. About dumb shit, too. Just fear of unknown, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay. That's funny. I can kind of picture you like running, running outside to get to the trash can.
1: Yeah, we were we lived in a nice neighborhood. I don't know where the fear came from. Like we, <laughs> it was just a bunch of older people who lived down the road. What were they gonna do? Nothing. It's a bunch of old rapists. But I always thought like, yo, what if what if this is the ninth first robbery happens on this street and I'm a part of it? Right. Like my mind always went to crazy details to try to picture it happening, <laughs> but it never did. Obviously, none of that shit ever happened. I was of just course. paranoid as all hell.
0: Yeah. It hasn't happened yet, right? No. No,
1: not yet. <laughs> not yet.
0: Not yet. Would you would you rather know the date of your death or how you would die? Hmm. I think I remember questions.
1: I think I remember answering it on the creator interview if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. 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 I don't know. I don't know. That one feels familiar to me. Or maybe it was just the past recording, I don't know.
0: Yeah, for the audience we did try to record this like months ago and then the the audio got corrupted so we're like we'll just do it again in the future
1: sure so date of death and then what was the other thing or the way that you would die wait uh, probably the way probably the way given how anxious and paranoid I can get if I knew the day it would be like a self-fulfilling prophecy type thing where me trying to actively avoid my death on that day would be the result of my death. (laughs) Because I would Mm -hmm. be so nervous and trying to plan around it and all that sort of stuff that I'd probably end up dying that way. I'd I'd rather just know the way how and leave the date as a mystery. So at the very least, like, when it hits, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I couldn't have planned around it. That's fine.
0: (laughs) But what if the way was, like, a car wreck? Something Eh. that's, like, super common.
1: It's like a car wreck. my my fear would be like you die in like quicksand, or like you suffocate to death, <laughs> or like something real okay. awful. Because if that was the case, I'd rather know the date. But if it's okay. like a common thing, like you die in your sleep, or you know you take too many ibuprofen and you drug out and die, or hmm. like your doctors put you under but there's shit at surgery, like that sort of stuff, I'd be like, okay, fine, whatever. If it's yeah. like you get okay. mangled alive bit by bit by crocodiles, like no, I don't want to fucking. <laughs> Give me the date. Give me the date at that point. That's interesting. I don't want to know. That's know. interesting. Yeah, because I <laughs> feel like
0: if it was a common thing, I'd be like, oh, well, then how do I avoid that, right? Like, I can't avoid a car wreck because
1: I'm going to be a car most of the time. Right. I'd still try to be paranoid and be like, oh, well, I'm going to go super slow or whatever. Yada, yada. Right, and I think that but would like, a make lot my better
0: life worse. It. That's yeah. fair. Okay. Interesting.
1: Because I'm just part of a statistic at that point. I'm like, look. A million people have died this way before. You know, I can fit right in the trend. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I don't want to be the but, special uh, outlier of like guy gets struck by lightning five times and dies <laughs> on the sixth strike, like that. I don't want to be that guy.
0: Yeah,
1: make me common. Make me a common death.
0: <laughs> Murder serial killer tries out Saul movie uh, deaths.
1: Boy takes out the one. trash and gets gunned down. <laughs> I By a mobsters, yeah, all of them. They all come out. I've been waiting for
0: mm. them. So, you're a you're you're a guy that doesn't. You're not particularly a fan of school, correct?
1: E recent Aiden is not a fan of school, right? Yeah, right. sure. That's a fair statement.
0: But let's say you know school is necessary. You have to do it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. If you had. The opportunity to take one class that you would want to take. This class can be anything, on anything whatsoever, anything imaginable. It can be impossible. It can be like I want to learn how to fly. Like it can be anything like that. What would it be?
1: Ooh, that's good. I was gonna say I wish as a kid I had a class on like video production and fucking like Photoshop or shit like that. I would have killed. Oh yeah, for sure. Though. I hear kids like now, like in my discord, being like, oh, I got to go to my media class. And I'm like, wait a minute, media class? What the f-
0: Yeah. Where,
1: where were you? <laughs> I didn't have exactly. like biology. All right. That ain't fun. Yeah. The only, the <laughs> only computer related class I had was like typing and typing yeah. ain't fun either. I'm a horrible typer. I'm like pecking one key at a time. I'm slow.
0: I was able to get out of typing because I talked to my like guidance counselor and I was like, look, I'm on a computer like 12 hours a day. Can I please I, not take this typing class? She was like, you can take the computer apps class. I was like, okay, cool. And so I go to this class and it's like, here's how to use Microsoft Word. Here's how to use Microsoft PowerPoint. It's like dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like dumb I did shit. my work in like five minutes and then like downloaded music and played games the rest of the time. The senior of the high school. class <laughs> <laughs> would have been
1: amazing. would have been amazing. Oh, uh. Hmm. that's a good question anything anything
0: anything you can be I like think? I want to learn how to have better sex <laughs> can be I ain't lying. there yet I ain't there
1: yet <laughs> we ain't there hmm. uh <laughs> well if we're going all out
2: mm-hmm.
1: doing like no holds bar whatever I would want to know how to make the best bacon in the world (laughs) just just like a chef who spent his entire career working to make the best piece of bacon ever taking a class Mm -hmm. from that guy to improve my bacon game because i don't know how to cook much right i can barely you know do like ramen noodles like real basic shit right if you're telling me I could learn how to make the best bacon ever. I wouldn't even need to bother learning how to cook anything else. It would just be bacon all <laughs> the time. And that sounds great. So if I could learn how to do, like, bacon perfectly, and it could be a weird recipe, too. It could be like, oh, you need, like, a, a, a weird beetle on the West Nile to, to add to the flavor. I'm like, yo, I'm on it. I'm on it. Let's get it. All right. Or you need this weird spice from, like, the Himalaya. Cool. Let's go. Whatever. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I want to know how to make the, the best bacon in the world and just bacon. eat nothing but that for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's great. that, that probably That's ain't great. smart, but it's, it's the urges. It's the urges that I have right now.
0: <laughs> I got some, I got a, a dozen order of donuts the other week from Uber Eats. It was a little Ooh. splurge buy. It's just like random. I was like, oh, there's this donut shop here. I didn't know we had this. I can yeah. order this. I'm going to try it out. It's like, you know, what's once in a lifetime thing, right? And one of the donuts was like a maple bacon.
1: Yeah, I was like, I've had that's one
0: weird. Yeah. It's really bizarre.
1: But yeah. I, I thought Donutters- they were weird too, to be fair. Yeah. I'm like, who puts who puts this shit on a donut? I'm I'm pretty basic. I just like glazed stuff, honestly. You can put sprinkles yeah. on there, that's cool. You can put like chocolate on there and sprinkles, that's cool. You start getting into like fruit filling, and that's where you lose me. I know I'm why I'm cool. that. that, that
0: I feel that. I'm, I'm cool with just about anything on a donut. Um, I, I prefer Krispy Kreme. So like, yeah. give me some good old Krispy Kreme donuts. Like, I, I'm probably not going to order from that place again because they were like, it was like $18 for, for a dozen donuts. It was like expensive. It was like, I'm not going to do this ever again, but I just want to try it. And it wasn't, I don't think it was worth it. They were there, like, I could have gone and Krispy Kreme got better donuts, but
1: mm-hmm. yeah. I think the thing with donuts is you got to hit them up at the right time. If you wait later into the day, then you just get like the leftover donuts. But mm. you also don't want like the very first batch either. You kinda want like that in between middle donut.
0: I could see that. I'm very interested in that like I'm cool with hot donuts and I'm cool with cold donuts.
1: Yeah. I like, them too. I like both. Very I like much, both. Like, a okay good bit. Bo.
0: They both They're have tight. a different uh, different flavor than I that I prefer. Alright, let's Keep on with some of these. Um, you know, after talking about bacon and donuts,
1: fuck bagels though. Yeah, ain't true. about the bagel life. <laughs>
0: bagels are fine. It's just, I'm not much of a bread person. I've, I've learned like it's like I, I don't care to get like toast a lot. I'm not big. Well, you ate
1: sandwiches, <laughs> we figured not, that out. <laughs> I don't,
0: I don't hate them. I'm just not a big fan of them. Like, I like I'd eat them and I have it. So, you know, I have them every once in a while. It's just not something I need.
1: Well, you here's said a question. In the lines on her gameplay thing, I do not like sandwiches. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. How could you? I that was I a whole like? episode. I
0: don't think I said I like. I'm pretty. Sure. I, I don't think I said I don't like. I think I said I'm not a fan of them. Mm-hmm.
1: That's pretty negative. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Something that I would eat occasionally. Well, here's Just a question ask. for you. You were you were convicted for some reason, right? You had you gone to jail for some reason. I am um, not. We'll we'll, we'll say <laughs> I, I don't know what the reason is, but for some reason you've gone to jail. Okay. And you are about to get the death penalty. Oh. And you I have the opportunity going. to have your final meal. Hell yeah. What would your What would your final meal be?
1: Would it be like? It'd be like a Golden Corral buffet, but like good food. <laughs> <laughs> it'd Be actual good food is what is what it would be. That's fair. I can get okay. like as many rounds as I want. I'm talking pizza, pepperoni, mm-hmm. cheese in the crust, fucking all out. Let's just fucking go. No, no little Caesars here. I want like fucking made go. in Italy, real shit. It's the
0: most sensible thing you've said all
1: night. <laughs> oh, <man>. Fucking calzones, <laughs> fucking catfish, uh, fucking fried, by the way. No grilled, no grilled, no grilled nothing. I better not see a grilled anything. I'm talking like deep fried, disgusting amounts of butter and salt. The whole, the whole nine. Years. You know what? I drink a soda. If I had one day left, I'd be like, "All right, oh, yeah, for sure." I got, I got. One. Let me pop one Dr Pepper before we go, real quick. Let me get that
0: I'll get that 12 pack of Mountain Dew, right quick. Let
1: me get all, all the flavors in my mouth there. Uh, steak oh, yeah. would be really good. I really want some like mm. really nice steak. Ooh, fucking, potatoes. Oh, the Arby's curly fries, just specifically. Mm. Arby's curly fries, shrimp. I want a lot of shrimp. Uh, what else? Ooh, bacon, as we mentioned earlier, would be great. If we can get some scrambled egg <laughs> action in there, that'd be good. Uh, <laughs> like a tuna noodle casserole. A tuna $5 long from Subway. I'm just throwing out shit at this point. <laughs>
0: just, I just want I just everything.
1: Milkshakes, but only the vanilla ones. Because I ain't about no chocolate milkshake or nothing like that. Strawberry mm, banana smoothies. Ooh. Those are good. Like a like a good baconator, that'd be great. Just a bunch of fucking meat, basically. That's my answer. A yeah. bunch of bunch of meat, Golden Corral style, but like good, but like really good.
0: <laughs> now here's the next question: Would you attempt to eat all of it? Like even if it made you feel like disgusting, even if it made yeah. you feel like you were going to throw it, would you like try to eat every single? Absolutely,
1: bite? I'd pork the I fuck too. out. Yeah. yeah, I don't even. I, don't even care. I would like
0: be throwing up and still trying to eat it. If it was like my last meal, yeah.
1: You want to go all out, right? You don't want to just eat, like, a little bit and be like, oh, I'm full. No, you fucking smash. They're going to provide for you on your last day. You better fucking smash that shit. Exactly. If it, if it was a scenario where, like, you can only get one kind of food, though,
0: mm-hmm.
1: might have to be some fried chicken in there. It might have to be, like, yeah. one thing. <laughs> Bacon okay. would be close, but, like, if, if it was one thing probably be some fried chicken. Fucking like
0: like homemade fried chicken or like a specific straight up fast
1: fucking, food. No, no, no. Just homemade, like real good. Just homemade. fucking made with love. Real good ass fried chicken.
0: You no, know, let me tell you Popeye's fried chicken. Oof. That's oof. Some good shit. Big oof. Yeah, I want fried chicken though.
1: I, too. I do too. I do too. Yeah. We talked a lot about food. Point. On these podcasts. It's yeah. <laughs> a theme. It's a constant.
0: It's, uh, it's a theme. It's fine. It's fine. It, it might be because we're hungry. It's it's okay.
1: That's probably the reality. I had potato soup yeah. tonight and that was pretty good, so I'm not judging.
0: Yeah. Okay. Get a little wacky. Oh! What cartoon character do you resemble the most?
1: See, I remember this one for sure. I could have okay. sworn we did this one before.
0: That's possible.
1: And I think, I even remember my answer. Uh, It was fucking Gumball from The Amazing World of Gumball. Because I think that show mirrors...
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I think that show mirrors mine and Ethan's childhood, like, so much. Because, like, Ethan was definitely a Darwin. I was definitely Gumball. And obviously, like, they make a lot of stuff up and it's weird and wacky and surreal, obviously. Mm -hmm. But that sort of family dynamic in that show, I would 100% be Gumball. Like, I relate to him on a pretty spiritual level, I feel.
0: (laughs) Does that show hold up?
1: It's pretty good. I think it's still going. I don't think it's still. It does, yeah. Yeah. I like a lot of the comedy in it, for sure. And I think what they can do visually in a show like Gumball is pretty incredible as well. A lot of cool cool moments in there.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it
1: before, so. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Cool. All
0: right. Now, the, the world is pretty big. Right And obviously, I'm assuming you haven't been a whole lot of places, Um, but if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be?
1: Probably at the top of my list at this point is probably Japan. I think that would be really freaking dope. Just in general. And then after that, I kind of want to go to Greece. I don't... I don't know if it's yeah. just like the Sonic Unleashed level that's like based off of Greece or sort of the <laughs> architecture or whatever. I don't know what it could be. Maybe the music. I don't know. But Greece would okay. be kind of fun to be dope. Coast side. Cool. Fucking history. Got the beach setting. That'd be dope. That'd be cool. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think what after that. I still haven't been to Hawaii yet. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I mean I haven't either. Once okay. in a
1: lifetime type deal, so probably one of those three. Sweet.
0: Well, you mentioned history, and I know we've kind of talked before that you're you're kind of a history buff. Um, you really enjoy history. So, what, like, what two famous people would you like to meet? Uh, famous historical figures, alive or dead. Like, if you could have like dinner with them, Ooh, who would it
1: be? That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah. Well, if we're going for the meme, gotta meet mm. my girl Hillary. Gotta in-person, mm. in okay. gotta talk it up. Yeah. I thought he was like, gonna yo. be like,
0: the damn Daniel kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, 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 he's not a historical figure. As much as he likes to think, he's not gonna be in a historical game I hope not. If we do I our job correctly. It. But yeah, Statistics I would definitely want to... I'd want to meet God. Hillary and be like, yo, I know a guy who didn't vote for you. <laughs> <on my head. laughs> you could hit him up like tweet at him maybe that'd be great yeah but that's the meme answer if I'm going like serious answer ooh uh I'm gonna go with um, two boys that have been covered on extra history both of them are okay. pretty cool for for two different reasons first one I'd go with is probably Admiral Yi. Who is a? Uh, he ran the uh, Korean Navy for a good bit of time. I don't think he was like the, or he might have been the overall commander. Anyway, he was in the army during the time, and okay. Japan had sort of invaded, and hmm. Korea was sort of this like non really big military state had had peace for a thousand years, and in comes all these samurai fools with like these boats and cool shit, and like Korea, Korea looks absolutely screwed basically, and ye through, like, a bunch of fucking hard work and determination, and despite getting shit on from, like, the corrupt government and everything, ends up basically saving Korea from, like, a total invasion. Oh, wow. Have you ever you ever heard of, like, the uh, turtle ships? Where I it's, like, a know. ship? It's, like, a ship, but the top of it is, like, the spiky turtle shell. So when you bring it out to huh. war, it has cannons on the side, but no one can board your ship. And so, like, that was invented during during this time period and he had like only a couple he basically had at any point in time about anywhere from 20 to like 10 ships and throughout all of his campaigns barely lost any didn't lose a damn ship at all dude was such not only like a a great mind but also just like a really hard worker if i could meet him and somehow like get just a bit of that inspiration a bit of that drive and a bit of that workflow like that would be incredible uh he cool. probably speaks Korean, and I don't, so there'd have to be a little <laughs> translation thing going on there. <laughs> and I don't even know what yeah. he would want to eat, so the lunch would probably be horrible, but that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I, be I don't tough. think there would be a probably there, but yeah.
1: Eh, 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 you know, whatever. So Hillary and Admiral Yee... Hillary and Admiral Yee. Hillary's my meme <clears throat> one. If I'm going for another okay. serious one, mm-hmm. I probably want to go... I was gonna go Ned Bundy but I think I want to go like JFK I think okay. it'd be really cool to meet JFK one day cool. just because like dude was so so much of an impact and probably like one of the most well respected presidents of like all time it'd be oh, cool yeah, to definitely. like get that perspective especially during that time period I think it's just fascinating as a whole yeah those yeah. are the two that come to mind there's probably like a thousand more. And the Hillary one I still want to happen just to meme it up, and that's the most likely, so I'm gonna shoot for that one. <laughs> but the other two. The other two probably yeah. my answer.
0: Okay. I mean, you can do whatever you want. You can meet you can meet JFK one day.
1: Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I'm sure he's down to be me to the Let's Player <laughs> on YouTube.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Get all a little serious again. Um, are you religious at all? And if so, how how so?
1: Okay. So growing up in the South, you can probably guess that I'm a good Christian boy. And that was sort of our family dynamic for a good while. We didn't exactly go to church even often. Uh, But Mm -hmm. when we did go, I don't remember liking it a whole lot because being a kid and being forced to sit down for an hour or so was the worst thing ever, even with Sunday school. You still gotta sit and listen to the main you know, pastor preach and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I guess to an effect, I still am in like name only. I'm still a Christian boy. But right. I, uh, I've thought a lot about like whether or not there even is a God out there, and if so, which one. And then I haven't mentioned this for a while, but the idea of heaven scared the shit out of me for a while. I did not like the idea of an eternal afterlife at all. I'm like, it has to end, right? It can't just go on forever. And my mom would be like, no, in heaven it would last forever and it would be amazing and nothing would go wrong and whatever. And I'm like, oh, but that's forever, forever. Like it never, it never ends. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, I don't know, I must, I was in like maybe, maybe elementary school or middle school. That scared me for a long time, you know? I wanted there to be a bookend. I, I didn't like the idea of living forever, even then, even if it was in the afterlife and even if, if everything was perfect. I, I wanted things to just sort of have a bookend. So that messed with me for a pretty long while. <laughs> and then and then the thing came into my mind of like, oh, okay, if there is one God, which one is it? All that sort of stuff and all those discussions. And the whole heaven thing, I ended up turning to a positive. And now my view of heaven is like, yeah, wouldn't it be cool if, like, Heaven was a reality TV show and you could, like, watch down on other people? <laughs> <laughs> so my idea of a perfect afterlife and a perfect Heaven would be me watching TV and the show would be whoever I wanted to watch. So if it was, like, my parents, cool. If it was a weird and wacky celebrity, cool. If it was Ethan, fine, whatever. But I could just keep switching channels and keep watching other people, like, fuck up and do stupid shit. Like, that would be pretty <laughs> cool. And then, and then for whatever reason, that made the idea of like eternal, eternal life, pretty interesting. Because I'm like, now I can actually do something, right? It's not yeah. scary. <laughs> but I don't know, I don't know. And even still, yeah. like with that afterlife idea in mind, I'm like, yo, well, if heaven's afterlife and people are watching down on you, who's watching me right now? And then I thought about it even further, and I'm like, am I a good show? Do I need to? Do I need to be a bit more interesting? <laughs> like the thought yeah, crossed dude. my head I'm like what if I'm not entertaining enough in real life and what if they skip my channel <laughs> so I, anytime I would talk to myself I, I pictured in my in, in my head that somebody was somebody was watching it right
0: uh, got to bring in the viewers gotta bring in the,
1: i don't maybe that's just a youtuber thing but i remember thinking uh, like that way before youtube so i know it's not just that but
0: i think of it as like if like if i'm doing something that's maybe not like The most kosher thing to be doing Mm -hmm. is my grandmother watching me, and I'm being very disappointed in me. Right, right. that's how I think about it.
1: Right, or is it your granddad being like, "Ooh, he can get it." (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't know. You know, on the one hand, there's some like deceased hound who's like, "This is what I'm talking about right here. This is what I signed up for." And then there's probably, like, somebody who's never had, like, a nun or whatever. And like, oh, oh, no. Nope, Skip, let me... Let me you Skip
0: can't see that. Or maybe they're like, oh, I didn't get to see it. This one when I was...
1: Alive, so was, I can do it now. Yeah. After the fact. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I still hope that's a thing. If heaven's real, I hope it's like that. That's my mm. hope. <laughs> that's
0: funny. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, I mean, I feel like I already know the answer then. If you could be immortal, would you? Uh, no. No. Yeah.
1: I would would get bored eventually. I
0: would
1: get bored. Yeah. And I think, too, too, a lot of the weight that my current life has would be gone if it was just like, oh, I can live for another thousand years. Nothing I do now really matters. Whereas now it's like, yo, I got one life to live in only a hundred years. Got to make every second count. Let's go get it, dude. And that's a lot lot more fun to me. That makes things a lot more interesting. It makes the process and the journey interesting, knowing that it's not going to last forever. So you got to make the most of it um yeah being able to live forever would suck i'd get bored of it and i'd hate myself and <laughs> i want things to end i want a concrete ending i don't know why but
0: no i feel that completely it's it's almost like i think it'd be similar to having like unlimited money unlimited life i think it's it's very much you know time is money and those resources that you have and it's there's there's a reason why things are so finite
1: sure
0: everything doesn't last forever True. Um, as far as an afterlife goes um I mean, who knows? I'm I'm religious, but I still don't know 100%, you know? So it's very, yeah, I get you Yeah, completely.
1: And I mean, like, you know, if people would ask, are you religious or not, I'd still say Christian or whatever, just because that's the easiest thing to go to
0: or whatever. Mm, That's fair.
1: But I'm probably more leaning onto like agnostic, I don't know, whatever. Like, I'm just curious more than anything. I just, I just, I just want to know more. <laughs> I, right. I want to know more, but I can't. <laughs> so it's just like, eh. Oh well. Okay. Alright. But if you're religious, yeah. you do what you want. I ain't about to step on your worldviews. You do whatever, fam. We're cool.
0: <laughs> right. Kind of along the same same lines. If you were let's say that reincarnation was a thing. If you were reincarnated after you die, who or what would you want to be?
1: I always thought like what if my dog was another person and in a previous life? <laughs> yeah. And then that led me to think like, yo, what if I was my dog <laughs> in a later life or someone else's dog? I think it'd be cool thing. to be like a pet. Honestly, no main yeah. responsibilities. I mean, you wouldn't understand much, but you just kind of like have a short, nice fulfilling, hopefully if you're not like a deserter or a stray, like if I could find like a nice, quiet asian family and just be like a cat (laughs) that'd be dope yeah i don't want no chaos i don't want no like family of like 30 and i'm the one dog that's that's hell i want like (laughs) i'm like a cat who lives a long time and my only responsibility is that old mr hoshi and his wife (laughs) you know don't fuck anything up i don't burn the house down real nice and quiet and relaxed. that'd be good (laughs)
0: cool okay all right, we're edging at the end of the, the end of the interview, so I wanted to uh, I wanted to kind of bring things back to the whole YouTube thing. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the thing, I asked you, I said, you know, how does it feel to be like two years in and all that kind of stuff? Now I want to ask you and again. We've kind of briefly touched this, but I want to ask you a little more in depth. Um, you know, obviously this two years is at the end of your youtube channel mm-hmm. it's, you know still the beginning right where do you where do you see yourself in like five years on this channel
1: mm. i wish i knew the answer to that man if i mm. did i could start planning for it like today or tomorrow i felt that yeah, yeah. I, I mean i've thought on the one hand i keep working at blue Catch productions enough and i keep getting a backlog of videos and i eventually find that one hit and i get this huge audience and i'm able to do all this sort of stuff whatever Mm -hmm. but then i've also thought about like it might have to be a channel beyond blue couch productions this might just be yet again another stepping stone to something bigger and greater right
0: that's fair
1: yeah and i'll still appreciate everything blue couch productions did for me and all the stuff that i've learned it's a huge learning experience Mm
2: -hmm. but if the
1: day like comes where i have to move on from it and start from beginning again like i wouldn't mind (laughs) you know i'd be like oh that's cool too it's 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 all part of personal growth I don't, I don't tend to have an attachment to, and we've talked about this, I don't have an attachment to the platform of YouTube. I don't have an attachment to a channel, you know. I, I have an attachment to being a content creator, to producing, to entertaining, and all that sort of stuff. And if I can continue to do that in five years, that'd probably be pretty dope, honestly. If I could do it and still be, like, financially okay. And I'm not talking, mm. like, rich, just, like, within my means, right that'd be kind of cool that'd be kind of dope and like you know best case scenario i get a video that does like really fucking well and i get enough youtube ad revenue to retire and then just make any kind of fucking video because i'm retired i can do whatever the fuck i want <laughs> i can literally do anything might as well this is post the weirdest shit uh but until that day comes i'm still gonna just have fun experimenting i'm gonna continue to try to learn i'm gonna find new opportunities when I can and we'll see where we're at in year five, year th- four, year three, even and continue to try yeah. to get better, honestly. And who knows? It might not even five years from now might not even be a, a YouTube thing. It could be like working on production on some TV show. It could be eventually following that dream of wanting to be a singer from when I was seven. It, it, it could be like doing internet radio or a podcast or yeah, maybe even have that nice little philip defranco studio and the like with like a bunch of cats or something like that i don't know <laughs> whatever just throwing that out there it's a possibility but I, go. I know i know whatever whatever path it ends up on i do hope that in the next five years i'm still creatively expressing myself because above all else like that's that's what i like doing I like creating videos. I like entertaining people. I like seeing other people's reactions to it. and I like making things, right? I like being in front of the camera. I always have been. If I can continue to do that in five years in one form or fashion, then that's great. Exactly. That's fantastic. My, my mission statement in life is not necessarily to like be successful or to have a ton of money. I've told you this before. Like My main life goal, my main mission goal is just to be happy. And if, you know, I'm still doing that, then eh, we're good. We're good. We're good, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
0: Well, cool. Well, that's the uh, that's the end of the little interview.
1: Ooh, boy.
0: So. Yee, howdy. I think it went well. I, I did, not like doing it. I hope you did, too. Cool. It was, it was a good. It was a good. Yeah i'm uh I'm definitely excited on on the viewer side of things and obviously like working with you as well i'm excited to see what your year three is gonna look like oh yeah um that's gonna be interesting
1: yeah
0: i've i've, I've definitely enjoyed getting to know you over the last like year and a half and kind of see your journey mm-hmm. through through youtube as well
1: well considering how different year two was from year one i'm sure three is Gonna be even weirder than it is now. So buckle <laughs> oh, up, yeah. everybody! Uh, Blue Couch Porn Productions coming <laughs> coming your way.
0: <laughs> Hype!
1: I feel like that's the future of YouTube content. It's just straight sex, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just straight unadulterated sex.
1: <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly.
0: It's all we all we need, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's it's the only next next step. All right. Well, with that being said gonna move on to the comments section
1: what well, we got the
2: podcast
0: yeah we got, we got a couple of comments we got our usual <laughs> our usuals our our crew um do you want me to read patient's comment this week sure
1: because okay. i did it last time for sure i know that
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you
1: no know damn well it's, uh, it's, reading this reading little,
0: it's a little smaller this week it's actually a lot smaller this week i'll let you read calfro's comment okay if you have it pulled up
1: yeah, I have it. Um, Calfro commented saying, I couldn't agree with you guys more. You don't have a passion for what you're doing. Why are you doing it? He's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: pretty much. When you're right, you're right. You're right.
0: There's too many people that are trying to do things that – too many people trying to do things they don't want to do. <laughs> That's just what it comes down to. Just yeah. because their parents told them to do it, or they think it's the way they're supposed to do it, or they think they can get money and be famous from it, and you know, inside of YouTube and outside of YouTube, whatever it may be, uh, once you learn that you're gonna be a little bit happier if you don't try to you do things that you don't want to do, you'll uh, you'll be better off. Agreed. Cool.
1: Good comment, Capra
0: So Patience comment this week is, I'll read the whole thing like we did last week
1: and talk about it.
0: She says, I'm going to start writing these comments at the end of the podcast and trying to keep everything I say brief since I realized last episode that my comments are way too long. Hello mayo. If you want me to direct my podcast writing to ask Zach for longer questions, let me know baby. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) I mean, I'm down. Hell yeah. I need some new, I need some new thought provoking questions. She continues and says, Each creative medium has its own specific pitfalls and problems each creator faces. But I think there are two specific problems faced across every creative medium. It can also apply to a lot of work situations, sports, etc. Those two problems are imposter syndrome and the Dunning-Kruger effect. The Nunning kruger effect is, in simplified terms, where a person with little skill in an area believes their ability to be higher than it actually is. And Imposter Syndrome is essentially the opposite, where someone skilled in an area has little to no confidence in their own abilities. Imposter Syndrome especially is something a lot of people in creative fields face, as it is often personified by comparing your work to that of a well-renowned master. Content creators in any field of all skill can be subject to these two problems, and working to get out of them can be hard. Learning your own abilities and limits are important and having an understanding of where you sit in the creative world is a good way to ground yourself and avoid the Dunning-Kruger effect. And learning those things also comes with improving your skill so there's no harm done there. Because as your skill grows, you find less limitations. However, personally, I find avoiding imposter syndrome to be much more difficult. In a world where anyone can create and anyone can see it, trying to avoid comparing our own work is nigh impossible. I, can, I can't really comment on a good way to avoid imposter syndrome because it's something I believe I am currently subject to, but I'd be interested in knowing what you guys think would be a good way to avoid it. This video explains how to avoid the Dunning-Kruger effect, and it does it well. It's a Photography Central, but you can easily replace photography with any creative medium, business, or hobby. And she links a video, which I'll try to link in the description box below.
2: Yeah.
0: She goes on to say, I actually wrote all that on imposter syndrome before you guys started talking about it. We did. And MAO. <laughs> Also, Myrna is a fucking killer Twitter account. She's so naive and innocent. I love her so much. Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Question of the day. She says, I'm not a YouTuber, but my big problem holding me back from that is a personal one that I'm making steps to solve. And all going well, I should have decently under control by the end of the year. I'm glad to hear that. Indeed. The main issue I have with content I currently produce, which is photography, it's definitely akin to imposter syndrome. But I'm not sure if it can be if it can't be considered imposter syndrome due to my current abilities as a photographer.
1: Wow, a lot of backer a yeah. lot of good shit.
0: Definitely, and I, I particularly love the comment from the new guy sixty two or six toe. My boy, as he replies to it with just the simple word of damn. Daniel,
1: back at it again. Yeah.
0: So
1: the white vans.
0: Lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I, I don't know about you, but I've definitely heard of both the Dunning-Kruger effect and the imposter
1: syndrome. I think we um, we again we talked about the imposter syndrome, but we really didn't give it a psych, psychological name like patient did. So it's cool to right. be like, oh, that's just something everybody deals with, and that's the name that it's called. Cool, right? That's nice. The Dunning-Kruger effect. I don't think I've I heard of until this comment, or at least not that name. That name is yeah. pretty
0: unfamiliar to me. Um, I think I heard about both of them in high school sometime. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are very commonly. I mean, it, it, when you just hear like what they mean, you, you can probably think of people that you know that are like. Like some people think they're the hot shit and they think they're doing everything perfect in their creative field or whatever it may be, um, and they actually suck ass, but they think they're the best. And that's the Dunning Kruger effect. And then some people are like really good at a lot of things, but they're very humble and they're like, I don't I don't think I'm that good, I'm not as good as such and such, and that's the imposter syndrome. So Yeah. You've probably all have experienced somebody with this, and maybe you could be experiencing yourself in one of these two categories.
1: If you're a YouTuber, you've probably been hit with one of these before, guaranteed. Yeah. You know. Just, maybe
0: even both.
1: <laughs> maybe even both. Who knows? Depends on the type of person you are. Um, As far as how to avoid it, I think we did a pretty good job in the video, or at least I remember talking about a lot that, you know, you're not better than anybody and you're not worse than anybody. YouTube as a whole is about your own personal journey. And when Mm -hmm. you view it as your own personal journey, then you really take out the whole comparison thing all together you're not comparing yourself to other people you're not thinking better of yourself than other people it's personal right and so you yourself grow with each video that you point that you put out and with each photo that you put out and with each album that you make and all that sort of stuff if you worry so much about outside influence then at some point it's not going to be your own art it's going to be someone else's or what someone wants to see in your art and not what you actually want to make right and it, it's very tough to deal with that pressure is definitely a thing criticism is definitely a thing um, it's all part of the art process and it can be very tough sometimes to feel like you're not doing as much or to feel like you're way better than everybody which granted a lot of people out there think they're better than everybody they're really not hmm but you really gotta just definitely. think about your YouTube channel as your own, your own personal journey. There's there's no need for comparison when you start viewing it from that lens.
0: I think there's there's definitely a fine line to walk when it comes to both of these. Um, but at the end of the day, it comes to how you present yourself to other people. Um, that that is where either of these two. I guess mindsets arise, right? Like these are, I, I wouldn't even, th- these are mindsets. Yes. But people don't know that they're your mindset until you show them that you're not, they're your mindset. Right, right? Right, right. Um, so I almost feel like regardless of how you feel about your own work, um, it should be something that you almost keep in yourself, uh, unless you're doing, a podcast where you're talking about it unless you're doing some kind of project where you're talking about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but like when you're outwardly talking to people about your YouTube channel and you're like, yo, I make these videos. You don't have to be like, yo, I make these really super dope videos and I take, and I put in 24 hours to make every single video and they're, they're really high quality. And then they go check your video and it's a Minecraft let's play. And they're like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's not that good. Um, or the opposite, you know, you don't need to go around and be like, yeah, I guess I, 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 I sometimes make YouTube videos. And then people go check them out, and they're really, really good, right? I, I think it's, I think it comes down to being humble and grounded, yeah. Um, when you're talking to other people, regardless of that, I think it's very, I do think it's important to be confident in your work. Yeah. Um, I think it's absolutely important to be confident in your work, while also understanding that you've always got a lot to learn.
1: Agree. Uh, so never stop learning I mean, in general. We mentioned that in the episode absolutely it's still true. Believe it or not, even in episode twenty, uh, never stop learning. Right? If I would point out the big difference between year one and year two, I learned a lot more shit in year two, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that helped. You know, that helped a lot. Yeah,
0: I mean, just no. No matter how many successes you have, no matter how many failures you have, I, I would. I mean, obviously, be be real with yourself, be grounded in reality, and realize what your limitations are. Still be confident in your work, though, so that you can continue to get better. Mm-hmm. And then I think you can stay clear of both
1: of these. Yeah, um, there's definitely a balance there, though. Yeah. You don't want to lean too far one way or, or, or too far the other. Yeah. Make YouTube for, for fun, man. You know, if it's really that big of a deal. Definitely. Do what you want to make and don't let expectations of other people bring you down and don't let comparisons bring you down, right? We're all we're all at different points. Nobody, we're not all on the same level. I like to wish that exactly. that's the case sometimes. Now we're all like equally skilled and equally talented and equally this and that and we all have equal views and equal this and that. We're not, right? We are all in unique and different sometimes even crazy positions um but they're not the same right so if one mm-hmm. person's at one point and you're at another point you know that's all that is there's not one better than the other there's not one that's more sophisticated than the other there's not one that's like awful and one that's good it's it's a point it's a step up the ladder right it's a, it's a wrong right it doesn't mm-hmm. end it's not the end goal. It's not the final area. It's just the beginning, right? I don't know. It's weird.
0: Yeah, make what you want it to is. make. Well, that's uh, that's our comments for this week.
1: Thank you for. If you have
0: any comments for next week? Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Um, we'll be glad to read them. As always, um, thank you for for a patient and patient. And six so for the comments this week. And uh yeah, I mean that's that's it. We're uh I like this episode. It went really well. Mm-hmm. It went really well. I agree. Um if you want to hear more from us, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. We've got these coming out weekly. You can also check it out on Anchor, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and any other podcast platform that accepts us. It's pretty pretty widespread now you pretty much find another youtube podcast everywhere which is ironic considering it's called youtube <laughs> podcast um check out aiden's channel as always in the description and you know this you can find my channel and stuff in the show notes if you're on if you're listening to the on the podcast platforms check out our social media come to patreon.com slash sax on our productions if you want to help Fund the channel and the podcast and all that kind of stuff. Help us get a little more professional in the future,
1: and uh, that's all we got. Question of the day. So, yes, Call you out there, do it. I figured, hey, going through my two year anniversary is kind of a big moment, but I want to know mm-hmm. for any other, you know, YouTubers or creative people out there, how do you how do you spend an anniversary, like in a creative field? Do you take a break? Do you put more work in? Do you try to like release a big video or a live stream? Or maybe you put together an album or like, I feel like a lot of people look at anniversaries from a lot of different perspectives or milestones, I guess, in this case is what they actually are. Hmm. My question of the day is how do you all deal with milestones? What do you do during them? Do you work more? Do you work less? Do you reflect? Do you look ahead? I wanna hear all that from you guys. In any creative field, like Patience said, photography, music, YouTube, whatever, or work—I don't know. Maybe you've been working for ten years. Like, what do you do for that milestone? Do you like go out to eat? You celebrate? I want to know.
0: Yeah, it's a good question. I think so. Yeah, and we'll uh, we can talk about that ourselves
1: next episode as well. Sure, we're gonna we're gonna be hitting many more. <laughs> this isn't this is one of many. Uh, big milestones. I'm kind of absolutely personally like tomorrow's going to be great or today actually. We actually just hit it. It's 12.39 for me right now. Yeah. Which technically means it's the 20th. Uh, I'm looking forward to today. I can't wait to post the video, the live stream, all that fun stuff. Part of me wishes it was over though and I could get back to just doing <laughs> work. Right?
0: <laughs> just like regular stuff. Yeah. I feel that.
1: Because I've been talking about this two year thing for like several weeks now. Kinda hmm. want to move on to the next <laughs> to the next deal, right? <laughs>
0: I understand that completely. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so that'll be cool. Alright. Once it's finally over.
0: Nice. Well, I've been Zach.
1: And I've been Aiden.
0: And we want to thank you to listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye. Bye.